it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Howdy all, this is Bob Nightingale, America's so-called sweetheart. He says what Liam says. I'm not sure about that, but you listen to Pod and Lansdowne. Liam, you're a big gobble guy? As I'm, as I'm swallowing. Yeah, yeah he, he, he sounds like apple it, guy. for sure. It's, it's, a, it's a big apple. Is that a gala, gala apple right there? Um, No, Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp. Okay. Yeah. I like Delicious. Honeycrisp. Very refreshing. Yeah, I like gala or gala apples. The thing is, with me, I recently did, like, within the last two years, I did Invisalign. Like, I got my, my um, you know, wisdom teeth out and started lining up my chompers to do Invisalign. Oh, did it all. And it's been great, right? But the flip side of that is that because of the shifting and whatnot, it makes it hard to eat apples straight up. I mean, if you put them in slices or whatnot, like I'm a five-year-old, they're pretty good. Um, so I haven't like been able little, to enjoy little as happy many meal bags. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like the little plastic, the, what is it? Mott's is the company. Mott's yeah. does. Yeah. So applesauce. Yeah. The very same. Right. So I haven't been able to enjoy as many apples in recent years. Uh, cause you know, it's I'm a whole thing. Got to chomp them up. I'm a sour oh. Green apple man. oh, granny, oh. granny Smith. Oh, terrible. That... Worst apple by far. I know. <laughs> no, I had to rank them. I think that's like last. a, that's like a low B tier apple. I think it's solid enough. They're always I like love... so so firm though. That I that... I prefer that. I prefer mm, I prefer the nah, hard need apple. It to be a little soft. Soft Not like apples mealy, scare me because but... then I get I'm like oh is it bad? But if it's hard, I know that it's. That's good. what you make pies with though. Like you need those for apple pie. You can't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not making a fucking apple pie. Do you not like I'm apple eating... pie? Uh, I don't. 
I don't dislike it, but I don't. Pie is not. Yeah, you. We went to Bova's. And you got what'd you get? <laughs> Fucking yeah, the apple pie, apple pie square was amazing. It was delicious. <laughs> what a freak! I don't had a pastry it. shop. It was bomb. It was tasty. If I had a <laughs> cold glass of milk or some ice cream to go with that, it'd be amazing. <laughs> but no, yeah, dessert. yeah. Gal apples are really, Macintosh. Really good apples. I think Red Delicious gets a little bit too much hate, but I, I, I've always appreciated Red Delicious. Overrated. Overrated. Again, probably B tier, I would say. Those yellow ones, I, it's, I, those belong in the trash. No flavor to those. I've never had, no, uh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no, those no. are terrible. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. So that was Apple Talk on Lansdowne. Yep. Pot orchard. on the orchard. Orchard, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyways, love apples. That S tier fruit, just in general. But anyways, I am Todd Walker, a.k.a. Fitz. I am joined by Jake Faria, a.k.a. Jake. And bye, 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 all caps, a.k.a. Liam. This is Pod on Lansdowne. We're happy you could join us for this very, very special episode for a couple of reasons. Number one, I made it out of Chicago alive. I never thought it was going to happen. And maybe we can go into it later. But I, I wrote a blog on it. It was a whole freaking ordeal. Yeah, was, I was hoping you could give us like a dramatic reading uh, or something at some point. Hours of driving yesterday, Liam. One, four. For those who haven't read the blog, who didn't follow me, I've on done Twitter, it. I've done it, Fitz. I, I mean, grow up. I mean, I've <laughs> done. I, I've done. I've done Amherst. Yeah, get over I've it. Done, I've done Amherst. Why? Well, I, I also did the, the Chicago from Boston drive before, but we also like we stayed overnight once. We broke. I it did up. Boston to South Bend. I did. I did Amherst almost, to South Bend. I mean, Bend. that's almost what it. Okay. Yeah. So oh, no, I'm, excuse me. I did I did Connecticut to South Bend. So mine was like 13 hours driving through Connecticut as hell. We avoided Connecticut. Connecticut. We went through like upstate New York. Why? Why? What? Driving through Connecticut's awful. What are you talking about? What like Hartford? The the whole thing, whole thing. I, I gotta turn it off. Yeah, by the way, that's gonna sound like that's Love gonna a nice sound guy like through Hartford. I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with that. Hartford's not great, but outside of that, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it is Hartford. But yeah. get to see the Argos Park, which is pretty cool. Yeah, the Dunk it's just Duncan Park now. Yeah. Used used to be Dunkin' Donuts Park. But. Yeah, but they changed that up. So so I survived the, the uh well, Fitz, the we're happy to have you here. We're happy it's, to have you. It's here. good to be here. It's good to be not cooped up in a car. Second reason because the Sox are rolling. The Boston Red Sox are ahead of the New York Yankees in the standings they as are. we record this right now. They are. But the biggest reason, Jake, I'll let you do the honors on this because you got it all squared up. Who's joining us on the podcast later? Oh, later on, we will be joined by former uh, Red Sox sideline reporter, Gary Streisky. Unbelievable pull. Woohoo! Yeah, so give it up, give it up for Gary, everybody. Give it up for Gary. And give it up for Jake for getting that square together, Gold Star. Organizing. Yeah. So we're how, very excited for that. Let us, how, how did you get a hold of, of Gary? Sure is oh, a hard I, man to nail down. I, uh, I DM'd him. <laughs> just that that's it that's pretty good that's all yeah, well up. we we we've met uh before like i it wasn't cold uh but we we yeah we've 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 crossed paths a few times it was, so. it was your boyish charm yeah 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 it wasn't a cold call what no, I, no. <laughs> speaking of we have a couple we have uh, a couple of those to to send out don't we later that's true that's true cold, cold dms yeah the, the, those will be cold Yes, <laughs> those will be big. But again, yeah, ice you know, cold. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta risk it for the biscuit. That's the old saying. But anyways, we're happy you could have us here on this edition of the episode. First one after the All Star break, 
the All-Star Game. Hope you enjoyed your All-Star break. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Pretty solid weekend at the friendly confines, fellas. Two out of three. You know, everyone's complaining like, oh, oh, other people who aren't Red Sox fans. And even some people have been like, okay, let's calm down. They've just been beating the Cubs. They've just been beating up on the That's Oakland That's not A's. true, Fitz. It's not true. What do you mean? Well, they beat, they swept the Blue Jays. Oh, I'm just and... saying like within the past week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but, that, but that's what I mean. Like, I mean, these two teams suck, and we've been beating them. Yeah, but we've also been beating other teams. And exactly, that's right. Two or three from the Rangers, one of the best teams. Especially, yeah. I, I always hate those complaints. Well, it's only this team, it's only that team. As if we chose, as if we choose who to play. As if we hand pick. Yeah. Oh, I want to play Oakland right now. You know, oh, I want to play the the Cubs right now. You know, it, especially now with the even schedule. You guys get the same opportunities to beat up on the A's at some point in the season. You guys can play the Cubs. You guys can have the Mets coming into town, or you go into Queens to play the Mets. You know we don't we don't pick it. It's just right now we're in a situation where the team needs to be taking advantage of these games right before the trade deadline. And so far, Liam, that that's been the case. The team's been on a good run. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I said it last week before the break, but it's uh, oh, Jake Faria. Yeah, um, I said it, I said it before the break. It was it's encouraging to see them beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Um, because they hadn't done that all year up until this point. They, oh, they skip, were playing skip, to the level skip, of competition. Trevor Story uh, rehab assignment this weekend. All right. It's all, it's all coming together now. Our trade yep. deadline acquisition, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Where's he starting? Does it say? No, it, just says, Portland, it says a Portland? affiliate, one of the affiliates. I would hmm. guess Portland. Yeah, that's what I – probably Portland. You know? But he's going to be st- starting in low A ball. I don't. I don't think. I don't <laughs> think. The he, hasn't, he hasn't swung a bat in like eight, or not swung a bat, but live pitching in like what eight months? Probably nine months. Like in I game, mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's taking a yeah. against some guys and simulated games and stuff. But you know, that doesn't match up to the real thing on a rehab assignment. But point A, hey, step in the right direction. Yeah, um, sail through a bullpen today, I believe. Throwing through another deadline acquisition. After. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would you guys here's here's a question I'd love to pose to, to you to you cats. Would you be intrigued by sale in a sort of like middle relief role strictly? Yeah, like I said I said at a time. Yeah, like three four innings, like but strictly out of the pen. I think so because I mean, figure when he comes back. I mean, there's no way he's going to be able to throw like 95 pitches at you know fully effective. You know what I mean? So yeah. put him put him in the Pavetta role. Pavetta well, 2.0. No. no, let's keep Pavetta there. Yeah, I was going to say after, no, 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 that's, no, that's what, night, no, that's what I'm saying. Pavetta, where you oh, like have a lefty and a righty yeah. to do it? Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Well, how about Nikki P? Huh? Unbelievable. How about him? Unbelievable. How about him? Good for him. After the, I, the pissiest I'm... attitude of going to the bullpen, he's he, he's been walking the walk. I know. He Amazing. he wasn't familiar with his own game. Yeah, doesn't know his own strength. <laughs> yeah, he, out there. yeah. On the drive-in, I I thought Will Fleming was gonna fucking O on the broadcast because he was losing his mind with like more and more with every strikeout by like the nine. It was, he was crazy. It was yeah, it was hilarious. I just what, kept he laughing. Struck out seven seven straight at one point. Um, it was definitely six at one point, right? Yeah. It may have been yeah. seven. Um, what was the hit? Bernard, uh, I didn't even remember. What was the hit Bernardino gave up? Well, let me see. I'll pull Cause it was just a one. It was, we, we, we threw a one hitter last night. The, the Sox threw a one. Jamie, pull that up. 
Yeah, Bernardino uh, into Pavetta is uh, that's our ace. Single to right field by Ryan Noda in the bottom of the first inning. Oh, all right, sure. That was that was it. I would love to hear if Pavetta thinks there is anything different in terms of the approach, being a long stretch relief pitcher, or if it's just his same approach, but he just you know he delays it by forty five minutes because he's sitting, you know, in the bullpen for the first inning or two. I would like to hear what changes or what stays the same in his process because it is night and day. I it, I don't know what it is. It's you go one time through the order and then he comes in and it, it's lights out. And this is not the first. This is the first time it's happened on this scale. You know what I mean? He was untouchable Monday night against Oakland. I understand it's the A's. Uh, literally, same argue with I said. He literally, he literally was. was yeah, pa- Pedro in in Cleveland, ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> The Red Sox will mob Nick Pavetta on the mound. (laughs) (laughs) But this is, in terms of him being an effective relief pitcher out of the bullpen, we've seen it for, what, near 40 innings at this point? We're getting enough of a sample size where you could say this is working. So I would be curious to hear what he has to say in terms of, you know, does anything feel different in terms of his preparation for those outings? What stays the same? Um, because it's working beautifully and I don't know what has changed or what stayed the same in terms of, you know, of that pregame stuff. I'm just, I'm just happy that it's a thing in the first place, I guess. Maybe don't question it that much. Just, just accept it, lean back and accept and uh, accept it. Well, I, this isn't breaking new ground, but baseball is so mental and that seems to just be kind of what happened. I mean, he, he rears back when it's, he had a couple of those, uh, like one or two inning stints they were doing for a little and he was ticking up his velo but like last night I mean that's basically a start you know six innings so it's not different in that sense as far as being stretched out or whatever it's just I think something about coming in later like freed his mind or something I don't know we'll never know really unless we get him on the pot unless we cold call him yeah 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 I, I mean, I said it. I said it jokingly on Twitter uh, to you Monday night, Fitz. But uh, he just like maybe he just likes to take it slow to start uh, start the day at the office, um, right? Wake I don't up, know if like you know, make yourself a coffee, get a feel for the day, get a feel for the game. Um, I don't know if that gives him like extra time to look at scouting reports or like what he's doing for the first two to three innings. But I mean, thirty-five I think... innings, fifty-two strikeouts. Or is Something's it like a working. test, like for school? <laughs> Crazy. Like, yeah. That, yeah. What is it? It's a is K nine is like thirteen and a half or something, right? Which is absurd. as a reliever, that's hilarious. I mean, yeah. again, Monday's going to jump that up a bit, you know. It's not going. That's not sustainable. But that's still ridiculous, you know. Maybe though, Liam, like, is it on the flip side of it? Like looking at scouting reports longer, it's like, is it like taking a test at school? Like at some point you reach a line when you're studying for a test at school where like, you're like you just got to take there's, it. There's no more preparation. There's, you know, you can, you could keep looking at the Spanish inquisition all you want. Like, you know what you are going to know at this point. It's not going to change. You can't cram anymore. You have to just take the test. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Were it's... you guys procrastinating? I love procrastinating. I love. I I'm so good at procrastinating. Yeah, I still. I to this day, I do it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I try not to. I I do try to. Um, I do try to tackle things as early as I can. But high school taught me how to procrastinate. If yeah. I find myself in the situation where I do need to procrastinate, 
high school taught me how to you know properly go about it. So I'm kind of yeah. kind of procrastinating centrist, if, if you will. I don't do it oh, all the time, but okay, I know how great. to if need to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, de- I definitely I do my best work uh, under pressure. If if you give me like a month to do something, um, I, I'm not going to do it until like no, I'm the a day, last I'm forty eight hours. Two, yeah, exactly. Like, no pressure, I, no diamonds. So here, fellas, That's here's true. what I'll here's what I ask about Nikki P. Uh, as far as the Boston Red Sox go, I mean, are we? It's over for him as a starter, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't Never see why. Like, it's not broken. Don't fix it. Yeah, like even if I mean, even if all five of, of if we have zero starting pitchers left, they would still just have someone open for him. Yeah, and like, under under no circumstances are you, you letting said him it yourself begin Jake, a game. Like, yeah, he's not a quote unquote starter, but. He's effectively a quote unquote starter. He yeah. does six innings <laughs> and he gets really, you. If Bernardino something. does innings one and two yep. and Pavetta gets you through the seventh or the eighth, what's the difference if Pavetta went through one and six and Bernardino was in there to get you through the seventh or the eighth? What's the difference? Bernardino, just side note, because he was kind of the afterthought last night, but what a find for Heim. Uh, we mentioned it last week yeah. and we'll mention it again. He, keeps, he, he just keeps cruising out there. Listen, big, like. Big baller. Heim Bloom, I, I know it's very charged one way or the other when you're talking about Heim Bloom. Like, people have very strong opinions about it, and I get it. You got to give him some credit on some of these fines, though. And again, he's not without his warts, I would say, 100%. But, I mean, this is three years now where he's found a gem relatively out of nowhere for the bullpen. Whitlock. Schreiber and now Bernardino, it looks like, you know, the the strong lefty option out of the bullpen. He deserves some credit for that. Yeah. And Bernardino's got uh, team control for like a long time. Yeah, because he's like, like get think... us quick. How old is Bernardino? He's not. He's like Bernardino 31. He's 31. 31 and, he's, and Dennis, he's not a. F- he's Dennis Quaid in the rookie. Yeah, the rookie. And he's, not a, he's not a free agent until 29. So. Was he a high school baseball coach before this? Did, did his teammates uh, put him up to a bet? That's my question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean his his ERA plus in in thirty one and two thirds innings. His ERA plus is two oh six. The FIP is under three. His WHIP uh, is yeah, almost but... under one. Well, it's not under one, Jake, is it? No, it's not. It's Trade one point zero eleven. Trade him. Trade him. Can't do anything with that. 33 strikeouts in 31, eh, whatever, he's not a strikeout guy. You know, strikeout an inning just about. But he, he's got eight walks in 31 innings, which is solid. I'll take that. I love him. I love yeah, him. I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, it, a fan. it goes to show, like, I mean, Heim has placed such an emphasis on on the 40-man roster. Um, yeah, sometimes too just, much. like, constantly churning, like, the bottom of that roster. I mean, I know, I know, we kind of hate it. We're like, some people are always like, "Oh, he's dumpster diving." But I mean, as long I actually, as you, I actually, you do it regularly, wish, I actually wish he would do it more. I think sometimes he gets caught up, and we talked about this maybe last week or the week before. But the Caleb Orts and the Braziers, like sometimes mm. he gets scared to dump guys because of what happened with like Springs or uh, oh, there was somebody else. But Definitely yeah, Springs. I, I don't mind yeah. the churn. You know, the, it's good it's like figure it out works. what you have yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah joe jakes is going tonight he, he's he's the um opener this evening and even he i i mean it's been good not he's to the level fun. of bernardino but he's yeah. like solid to me as well yeah no yeah T- take what he's take one what he's of the craziest you spellings 
versus pronunciations for a name I've ever seen. Also, Joe Jacques. Yeah, J A C Q U E S. Oh, yeah, bonjour. Jake's. <laughs> what? <laughs> a fellow strange. Jake. A fellow Jake. Okay, yeah. So not really, but go. kind of. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's take a break right here. All right, let's step away, and we'll get into some more Red Sox talk later in the program. But first, our conversation with one. Or do we want to have the conversation here, or do we want to have it later in the show? Well, you already, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll toss it in there now. You were kind of going for it. Let's do it now. All right. Give give the people something. Yeah, there. Gary Streisky after the jump. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Paul on Lansdowne is very pleased to welcome on a very, very special guest. The guy who made it big time at Sports Center, but early starts at Nesson. You might remember him, Gary Streisky. On the program here, shout out to Jake for lining up the interview, but shout out more to you, Gary, for coming on and giving us the time. We're happy to have you here, man. No, honestly, fellas, thank you so much for having me. I felt like Jake was probably one or two text messages away from, like, saying, mother F this dude, and blasting (laughs) blasting me on Twitter because he and I have been in the DMs, and I'm like, dude, I'm hopping on the pod. Trust me, I'm hopping on the pod. It's just that my schedule is so stupid lately, but I'm going to hop on the pod. So, dude, it's it's good to be here uh, with the fellas for sure. Well, full disclosure, if he told you, we can swear on the podcast 100% here. If Jake told you to MF you, I would have told Jake to MF him. I would have been like, oh, dude. And then come there, would right have back. Some, there would have been some infighting. And then the, the future of the pod would be completely in so, jeopardy. And I don't want to create up. that wedge either. Gary, you're <laughs> well, a man of your word. I, I, I knew I, I wasn't worried. I wasn't I worried. Wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to let the fellas down. All right. Gary, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be interested and excited to hear that you're coming on the pod here because even years after uh, you signed off of Nesson, I see on the timeline on Twitter all the time people, um, you you know, great memories of Gary onto the podcast. So it is good to have you back here in the the good graces of Red Sox Nation, uh, looking back at some great times in New England. Oh, this is incredible, and I still love my roots in Boston, still have family, obviously, on the South Shore. I think there's a lot of people who still think I work at Nesson. You are like a cult hero. Yeah, they're like, dude, where you been? Is this like an extended vacay? <laughs> I think a lot of people still think I'm affiliated somehow, some way, uh, with either Nesson or the Red Sox, which is, of course, a good thing, you know what I mean, having the uh, – the recollect even though 
as is well documented, it was it was certainly it was certainly a rocky road, a rocky beginning before before I finally earned the cred. Well, let's go into that. What, let's go into that rocky road. I mean, you, you start into it. It's a type of dream job for anyone with roots around here. How, how would you turn that around? And even what were the, you know, the rocky roads, uh, you know, going back in the day? Dude, I had no idea. Like, I grew up actually a Red Sox fan in Colorado. Grew up a Red Sox fan. So, of course, I knew the team. I knew the city because I would visit here in the summertime. My family lives in Marshfield, so I'm, I guess, South Shore. But uh, I didn't know the extent of the fandom and just how much uh, Red Sox fans just hung on every pitch in the middle of July until I was sitting in the photo well in the middle of July being like, God, it's so hot. I'm sweating out of every orifice (laughs) in my body, but people were still dialed into every single pitch. And uh, I think it's a testament to the the sports-crazed town that Boston is. I think unequivocally – it's the premier sports city in the country. I mean, the passion of the fan. And I was there in such an unreal window from 13 to 17, World Series, Super Bowls. The Celtics weren't that good. Bruins were. Uh, it was just an incredible run. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's one of those cities. And there's only a handful that if you can, if you can earn the respect of the fans there, I mean, that's, 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 that's just as good as payment. No, 100%. Sorry, I was like, no, like, no, 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 Hold for dramatic yeah. pause. <laughs> there, so let that really, let that really Gary, sink in. Yeah. Gary, so you started in 14 doing sideline, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I got okay. hired. Matter of fact, July 18th, I think I'm on like 10 years, like this week that I started at Nesson. Has it really so been I was there from long? July 13, <sighs> July 13 to... January of 17. Yeah. Okay. Nuts. And then you, so that first year you were just in studio. Yeah. Yeah. July 13th through, uh, or ju- middle of July, I was like the Celtics Patriots guy. And then spring training, they sent me down there. Uh, and I just thought I was going down just to report on some stuff, you know, give whoever it was a breather. And then, like two weeks before opening day, they're like, Hey, you're going to Baltimore, by the way. I was like, for what? <laughs> and they're like, uh, for the season. <laughs> so, you picking my I vacation mean, right now? <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it was nuts. So it all, it all happened pretty fast. And it's cool to see, you know, Jenny and will be back effectively reintroduced back in to, you know, uh, the, the Red Sox cycle. Um, yeah. 10 years later, it's nuts. He's calling games. Obviously, they're happily married with two kids, and I'm friends with them. I, I, it's a great time every time I see him. So it's cool that that like literally came full circle. Yeah, ten years later now, working, working alongside Jenny, who by yeah. the way, fellow UMass alum, go Minutemen. Uh, hey, listen, shout out to Amherst, dude. I went there one time. It was freaking awesome. <laughs> one yeah. time's enough, dude. One time's enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Were you in? Were you in one of the towers in Southwest uh, by any chance? Any of the big five, uh, big five towers there? I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was not in, I wasn't in an any tower. Uh, I was, I, oh, actually this is, I was, uh, it felt like I was in a wigwam, like uh, these little huts that were just sort of placed every which way. It was freaking nuts. I felt like I was on a campsite. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that like rings a bell with anybody. That's, all, that's, was, that'd be, that's off campus. That, that That's going to be off campus. Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of sounds yeah, like the yeah. mods at at BC too. If it, for I know that's a little BC content there. Newton yeah, College. Yeah, it was a good time. But I can't talk. There. I can't talk anymore about it. No, absolutely. Yeah, you <laughs> opened yourself up to some legal stuff yeah, there. Right. But, talk, but talk talking about Jenny, was she a huge part of, uh, of helping you out, helping to transition to, to that day-to-day covering the team stuff? Oh, yeah. Jenny was cool as hell. And I never really – I never met her. Uh, you know, I heard about the lore of Jenny Dell. You know, when I was there in July, she was on the road. Of course, they were never in studio for anything. So – of course I was keeping up with it on Twitter and you know, she was a fan favorite and everybody who I worked with at Nesson was like, yeah, she's great. Of course she's never here, but I never met her for the longest time. I think the first time I met her was like in February, she came in for something and she was as nice as can be. It was freaking awesome. And then, uh, yeah, when like that whole turnover thing happened, she was in Baltimore. Uh, she was cool. Yeah. She was, she was cool as heck. And now she's doing big things. I think she's the number one sideline reporter uh, at CBS for their college football Saturdays. Yeah. She took over Jamie Erdahl, who's at Good Morning Football. I mean, dude, the Nesson pipeline is ridiculous. I was going to say, like, that's all Nesson alum. Yo, the Nesson pipeline is stupid. I mean, my boy Jamison Coyle at NHL Network just holding things down. Yeah. Uh, Leah Hextall does stuff for uh, our hockey coverage at ESPN. I mean, it's it's a who's who of who came through. To, oh, uh, um, uh, Catherine Tappen was doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, Catherine Tappen. Yeah, yeah. I never, uh, I never met Catherine Tappen. Yeah, I don't, you two didn't have she, crossover. I don't think she was. I gone. never crossed over with Tappen or um, Nalco. I never crossed over with them. Nalco, and Love I never her. crossed over with uh, with Randy Scott, my boy, the Rand Man. He <laughs> left like a year before me, which is crazy because when I was at Nesson people would always be like, Hey, do you work with Randy? You guys are a lot alike. And I was like, who's Randy? He sounds awesome and super funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, and then I never met him until like years into ESPN, which again, people would always say, Hey, do you know who Randy is? You guys are a lot alike. You guys were both at Nesson. And I was like, I've never met this guy. Uh, And then I finally did. And the rest is history. Do you, so one of my favorite things when you got during your years was your, your back and forth with Don and Jerry. Uh, yeah. Do you, could you just talk a little bit about like kind of your relationship with, with both of them? Cause that was, I mean, I would have a blast listening to you guys just like, I don't know. I mean, especially those blow. Cause especially cause a lot of the years, I mean, 14 and 15, the Red Sox were not good. So it was always so bad. And remember, yeah, so... remember, it was remember it was my fault. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, was, it was because they decided to put me on the sideline. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> uh, dude, those guys were awesome. They were like cartoon characters in in the best way, right? Like Don was just this affable, lovable guy, rosy cheeks, you know, <laughs> big baritone laugh. Like he was always smiling. He was always laughing. And then Jerry rest in peace was you know can you hear my dog by the way she's like squeaking a little bit annoying that's fine it's okay homie come here come here good girl give me a talk oh she got she she got her lamb chop she's a golden doodle oh my god we're we're actually missy mopin and i are actually thinking about getting a golden doodle at the the end of the year oh my god they're the best (laughs) folks it's it's adorable you'll just have to believe us audio podcast they're awesome uh, yeah, she'll be five next month. Oh. And then Jerry was this, I mean, you talk about larger than life. I mean, you talk about a legend. You talk about a, a dude who transcended 
especially in Boston, you know, the sport and what it meant to be a Red Sox fan. And, you know, you, you would get the, the heads up from the people on the production staff, like, hey, it's Jerry Remy. He's a legend. He can come off as a bit surly, but, like, if he talks shit about you and if he gives you a hard time, that means, that means you're good. It means he likes it. <laughs> it wasn't but a day in. It wasn't but a day in, two days in, where he was starting to talk shit, and I was like, I, I'm in. I'm in there. I'm in. Right? That's I'm in the guy. club. Um, but it was cool, man. I always treaded lightly with those guys because, I mean, they're an institution. I mean, no matter who it was on the sideline, people weren't there for the sideline banter. They were there for Jerry and Don and me just as equally. Fortunately, I had my front row seat and I would always be able to see them from the photo well and you can see into the broadcast booth. And it was, it was awesome. I mean, some of those nights being attached to the broadcast when they were on it. Again, like I mentioned earlier, people still think I work at Nesson. People still tweet me every night, you know, during a Sox broadcast and they'll either send clips or, you know, bring up like an anecdote or like a story from, you know, that 13 to 17 window. It's nuts. It's crazy. Obviously the booth changed and, you know, naturally just has to, um, and it's in good hands. But yeah, that, that was, that was a good time. Were you, were, uh, were you on the game when Jerry's tooth fell out? Yes, dude. And bro, <laughs> or the lamp game. The dog. Lamp game. <laughs> the, oh my God. The tooth was the funniest thing. I remember they were like, Mike Narachi was the director. Um, and he was like, Hey, do you got anything? Cause they would come down periodically to say, if you want to do like an in-game report, I'm like, dude, even if I had something, you're not coming down to me. <laughs> like Don has his bag and he's got a pair of pliers for whatever. <laughs> Try to put it. And like, like, yeah. put it dude, open your mouth. Like trying to literally rip Jerry's tooth out, bro. It was, it was comedy, man. And it was so organic with them. Nothing was forced. Nothing was scripted. Nothing was staged. Nothing was planned ahead. And to do that 162 times a year, um, unprompted, and to be able to carry, because obviously this was before the pitch clock. So some of these games were four and a half hours, five yeah. hours. You got to entertain somehow, some way. And those guys did it every night, man. It was, it's, it was incredible. Yeah, and, and I say it every well, time. And, 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 not, and not for nothing, because I'm 36, and this was, tw- this was almost 10 years ago. You guys were what? Middle school? 15? I was, I was, I was in school. college. High school? I was in high school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. We are getting old. Oh, yeah. I'm totally washed. 20s? Yeah, I was like, what, yeah. 19 or 20? Oh, yeah. my I'm 27 God, now, dude. so. Holy sp- So that was like defining moments in summer nights in your guys's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. lives, right? 100%. Yeah. You mentioned a couple minutes ago, Gary, like people at the end of the day come for the game – come for the games on the broadcast, which a hundred percent is true, but to be sitting there on a beautiful July, August night, when the team is absolute dog shit for lack of a better term in 14 and 15, <laughs> they still give you a reason to tune in hundred percent. You know, yeah. Don's going crazy about a lamp. He was just given, you know what I mean? I, I, I yeah. love the, the lamp one, you know, obviously the, here comes the pizza being a, a, you know, a timeless classic. Everyone goes about that. Um, the tooth stuff, you name the it. The other night, Somebody brought up the other night and sent me a clip about the the uh, the batch. One of my friends' friends was like, "Wait, you know Gary Streisky?" Uh, and then they brought up the uh, the bachelor party. The, no, the bachelorette party. 
Uh, we had bow ties on for the Red Sox Foundation, and Jerry went and sent me off to find some bachelorette party, and it ended up somebody wasn't supposed to be at this bachelorette party. It, the clip's on YouTube, and I was like, Jerry kept egging me on, egging me on, egging me on. I was like, dude, Jerry, if we keep asking these people questions, I don't think the wedding's going to happen. Dude. So <laughs> let's get back to you in the booth. What's going on down there in the field, man? It was, it was, it was a riot, dude. It was such a good time. It's a fine line the, to walk there. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm actually super impressed that I never accidentally cussed, that I never accidentally said anything egregious. Dude, it's a hot mic. There's, I'm, obviously, you guys watch. There's no lag. You know, there's no, there's yeah. no delay. It's, dude, you're hot. If you're working, you're hot. So. I'm glad I've never done that. I've yet to do that, you know, in my in my career. You know, so a week from wood. now, when you when you drop 15 f bombs on Sports yes. Center, we'll, yeah. like, oh, well, yeah. we jinx that one. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, you can cuss on TV once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah, go ahead. It's the first time, and it'll probably be the last time, depending on what you say. But I don't know. We just hired Pat McAfee, so maybe the maybe maybe right. yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. 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 L- l- get a little bit loosened. I don't know. Have you already started working with with McAvee? What's he like working? Yeah, with? I was actually um, I was actually in LA last week, which is why I couldn't hop on last week. But I was at the ESPYS, so McAfee did the monologue, he did the opener, uh, and then he was on a couple of the shows that I was out there hosting. So like the the preview show, the red carpet show, he popped on. He was cool, and then I've I've kind of worked with him, you know, segment wise, uh, just sort of throughout the years, whether it's on a Saturday morning and he's contributing on game day um, or just like, you know, around national championship time because everybody is on site for those games. So it's a who's who, of you know, who you're working with. Gary, no, I wanted sure. to ask, because uh, I, we, good timing with this um, on the 4th of July, you had a special day. Dog. Oh my you God. Were, you were America's, <laughs> the, you were an American hero on the 4th of July. You're like Walter Cronkite. I was, dude, I don't know if I was an American hero or an American goat. The entire country was mad at me because of the weather. <laughs> bro, my timeline lit up like a Christmas tree, bro. I was just chilling here with my girlfriend. It was mad rainy. And then it was just tweet, tweet, text, 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 text. We want glizzies. <laughs> Did you know that? Did you know no. that? Like, yeah, okay. So. It wasn't until it wasn't until the text started. Yo, Liam, it's because we taped that show a week earlier, so that show was taped. It was pre-taped, and it aired a couple of days afterward. And it gets airtime, you know, to fill time late at night or between shows, uh, which is whatever. And then I just started getting hit up, and I actually had COVID Fourth of July, which is stupid. Oh. Who gets co- who gets COVID anymore? So I'm just chilling, <laughs> like just big chilling. We were doing a Harry Potter marathon because it was like mad rainy. Anyway, the text start going off and it was from people who I haven't heard from in years. And I'm like, huh, okay. And then I'd open up the text and they'd be like, yo, me and my whole family just clicked over to ESPN to watch the hot dog eating contest. Why am I looking at your stupid face? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> so then I click over to the sports center and Matt Barry's like filling and I was supposed to do sports center that day, but COVID I was on the five day DL uh, and Barry's like filling time because they're in a weather delay. Um, but prior to that, it was the SB show and dude, my phone was lit. 
So thank God that Joey, Joey the Jaw was saying, "Hey, we're gonna go do this thing." Um, otherwise, I would have been. What a beautiful the, moment! Uh, yeah, the unofficial out. 2023 Nathan's Hot Dog Union Champion. Bro. <laughs> that was a good time, though. That was that was a good time. Hey, listen, man, if I can withstand the ire of uh, Red Sox Nation hating me on opening day of 2014, I can withstand the entire <laughs> the hot country. dog fans. One of the hot dog fans yeah, at yeah. that point, right? The, the entire country being like, "Who is this guy?" and get him off my TV. <laughs> I mean, just to how imagine how many people saw your face that morning. It was yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, people, mm-hmm. people care and about dude, those those hot dog contests. They really do. And I had a juicy take. I, I had a juicy take on the show that I was getting. I was I was catching strays from the juicy take that I had. And in retrospect, I stand by it. But it was best championship performance. And the nominees were like Max Verstappen, Lionel Messi. Gosh, there was one more. And then Rose Zhang, who was a professional LPGA golfer, just turned pro, had the longest consecutive streak at number one in the history of amateur golf. And in the show, in the show, I said, it's hard to believe that we can say Rose Zhang is the best golfer to come out of Stanford. Knowing that Tiger Woods. One, yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, one very yeah. specific so one guy. guy. <laughs> so I was getting crushed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up to the floor. Boys, would you have chirped me for saying that? And listen, I stand by what I said. She was at number one for like 154 weeks. The caveat is – Tiger Woods didn't stay in college that long. He turned pro real quick. And yeah. that's why he, he doesn't have that record. But I was just like, yo, I'm going to make a splash. Roseanne came out, reached at number one, and then won her first LPGA event. So I was like, all right, I'll vote for her. Sure. I don't, I don't think I, I would have chirped you. It's a provocative no. take. but It is. It's I appreciate a provocative it. I like, take. I like the spiciness. I like that. Hey, You're I in like the business of takes, Scary. You're in the takes yeah, business. Listen, it's not a hot take. It was a mild take. It was, it was a it was borderline warm, but okay, that's where I'm at. It's the Charles Barkley meme. We are going to start a dialogue. That's that's <laughs> what you're doing. You got to appreciate. It's that. just kind of an open discussion, just kind of friendly discourse amongst <laughs> amongst brethren, We're pals, okay, Pal, you know? colleagues <laughs> in the marketplace of ideas. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Looking back at your time with Nessa, now that you here are, you know, within you know the worldwide leader. What do you think are some of like the biggest lessons that you've learned, biggest takeaways that you've had that you've been able to implement uh, there in Connecticut uh, doing that, whether it's the, the standard sports center show, the Snapchat stuff, you name it. Man, I, I would always get told like, dude, you're trying so hard. Dude, what are you doing? Like be a pro you're trying hard. And I'm like thinking to myself when I'm getting these tweets, I'm not trying hard at all. Not in the, I'm not trying hard to do good at my job, but I think I, I, I really, yeah, I think my time at Nesson solidified to me more than any time leading up to that point that like, all right, I'm a little bit different. I have a little bit different of an approach. I think I connect with viewers a little bit differently and I just have to lean into it, man. Um, And I think I've sort of taken that from Nesson to ESPN uh, where I get the same comments, whether it was, I still do Sports Center Snapchat. So whether it's on Snapchat or whether it's on Linear Sports Center, I just think like having this conversation between us, uh, 
it's, it, it's, a, it's like a free flowing convo and I can't differentiate having a conversation like this, but then having to be a different person on TV. Right. So it's just like, you get what you get. Some people are going to like it. Some people won't. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think everything sort of evens out and I come out hopefully a little bit ahead. Um, so I think Nesson kind of helped, helped me confirm sort of like my identity in this broadcast field. And not for nothing, like I know speaking for myself, watching sports center as a kid, and I'm sure you'd say the same in the nineties, like the approach of a Stuart Scott of a Dan Patrick, you know, they were, they were doing their own thing. And now Correct. looking back years later, obviously Stuart Scott, rest in peace, Dan Patrick, Chris Berman, all those guys, yeah. uh, you name it. Like they're held in, in such a high regard. Yeah. I'm still scared. Like when I see Chris Berman at events to go say hi to him, like I've said hi to him in passing, but I'm, I've, I've yet to be like, hey, Chris Berman, I'm Gary Streisky, and I work at ESPN. I don't know, dude. He's just like one of those guys that I grew up watching. It, I mean, it, it was him. Um, and it was Tom Jackson. Not Tom Jackson. Yeah, Tom Jackson. Like, NFL Sundays, man. Like, that was me growing up. And uh, I kind of have him in that sort, of, that sort of high esteem. So I should probably – I should probably get over it and be like, yo, what's, what's up, Boomer? <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. He's, yeah. he's one of those guys that, that it's like it's not – he's not a real person to you almost. Yeah, he, it's he's like, not a real – he's, uh, uh, he's like a mythological <laughs> – no, he's not, Yeah, he's not, <laughs> he's not a real person. Bumbling, bumbling, stumbling. He's good. Go. Oh. I mean, no. Everything that's come out of that dude's mouth, man, is, uh, is legendary. And I, the thing with him is he's transcended, like, generations, generational yeah. gaps, whether it's Gen X, Boomers, Millennials. Gen Z even knows uh, who he is, which is saying something. Um, and I think for me, it's crazy that like millennials now are, we're the ones aging up. And uh, the references that we're using on SportsCenter are dated references that millennials <laughs> will get. And maybe if Gen Z's watching, they're like, what? Who's Nelly? which is unreal because nelly had such a run in in the odds man rubber band man uh ti what do you mean (laughs) who's g unit like what Uh, easy f baby i gotta imagine like you're doing the snapchat stuff gen z must be brutal on there no actually gen z is super like I feel good about like the, the direction we're going. They're so nice and accommodating. <laughs> like, oh, that's beautiful. I want to send the other way. Yeah, all Gen Z is wholesome. like, oh man, I, I really enjoyed the show, man. You're so fun. That was so funny. Ha ha ha. I'm like, dude, Gen Z is where it's at. <laughs> they're so they're so open minded and cool. Just about like going well, the with the ref- flow. The cool. references you must have to make, like they're like, I mean, you can make it from your what the, what the references that they would relate to. It changes like in a week and a half. Like something becomes I dated feel, so quickly. I feel like on Sports Center Snapchat, I am a Disney movie for adults. So I'll make references on Sports Center Snapchat that maybe Gen Z doesn't get, but a, a light bulb might click months from now, years from now. They're like, oh, I've heard that before. But if you're like, you know. 20 mid 20s and up watching you're gonna get the reference like those references that we get in disney movies that are yeah, like the oh, jokes oh, for parents oh. who brought the kids yeah, yeah, the, yeah exactly <laughs> jokes for parents uh because snapchat's like it's our youngest demographic at espn but you still got cats like me watching you know in their 30s <laughs> in their 40s <laughs> in their 50s it's crazy 
Now that we're on the topic, just really quickly, off the top of your head, top three Disney movies. Now that I'm curious, uh, Mulan. Gosh, put him on the spot like yeah. that. No, no, no. It's Mulan. Does Pixar count? Yes. Yeah, let's yeah. count it. Dark Horse, uh, Bolt. Bolt. Ooh. Ooh. I really Bolt. like that. Was like really John Travolta and Miley. That is. Right? That's John Travolta and Miley. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God! Is that the snail? <laughs> Bolt no, Bolt, stood out to no me. Bolt's the dog. He's a white dog. Bolts, oh, Bolts okay. the dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going Mulan, Bolts, and let me see. Bolts. Oh uh, Lion King's too obvious. Toy Story's too obvious. Toy Story 2 is better than that. Yeah, I was going to say, a Toy Story yeah, sequel is the real two. answer. Yeah. So that's, that's where it's at. That's the inspired pick. I like The, yeah. I like the Incredibles. Oh, yeah. Incredibles is oh, great. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, time out. Time out. Dude, I'm a big Pocahontas fan. <laughs> oh, you? I, like, yeah. I like Pocahontas. Wow. I, like, I, I do like Pocahontas. Yeah. The soundtrack goes crazy. 100% Colors of the Wind. Colors of the Wind, yeah. We'll cry to a blue corn moon. Uh, beautiful. I will, I will <laughs> defend I will defend Hercules to the death. Her, I'm a big oh, Hercules, Hercules guy. Yeah. Yeah. You got Michael, Michael Bolton on the track. Most certain. Go the Hercules distance, dude. Are you movie. kidding me? All right, so hold on. Round Robin. What are the – give us the top three. Fitz, right, you so, go first. All right, so I, I'm always going to say, like, it's, it's – you know, you know the point, like, Rocky 1 is a better film – than Rocky Four, but Rocky Four is probably a better movie than Rocky One. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like Rocky Four is just fun, you know. But I like fish, a better, just answer, like, just answer the piece question. of art. <laughs> so the point is that like Lion King oh, is cut, in my top to three, but Lion King's probably a better film than Hercules. But I like Hercules more. So that that's one and two there, and then to throw in some um, to throw in some Pixar love, I am I am a huge defender of Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is probably mm. top three yeah. for me. I mean, obviously, a lot of it's what you grew up with, so I would say that's in my top three. And the fact that Finding Nemo is like 20, 20 years old now. At this point, yeah, I think nuts. it was 2003. Yeah. 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 Is nuts. Shark Bay, ooh ha I mean, that's All right, so yeah. my, timeless. I'm, I'm a Pixar guy through and through. I love Pixar. It was like, those were my, because I'm, I'm a 99 baby. So I Holy was. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was. I was like a kid for in those golden Pixar years, you know, like yeah, oh, yeah. Dude. So, my, Finding Nemo is probably one of mine, and then I I adore Toy Story two. Yep. Okay. <sighs> yep. When she loved me, will still bring a tear to my eye. Oh mm, gosh, I don't know. My, probably The Incredibles, but it could be Monsters Inc. I, it's one. It's oh, one, Monsters Inc. Inc. Monsters is good. That's yeah. tight. Welcome yeah. to the Himalayas. Yeah. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Is, Monsters Inc. is good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm not gonna go any Pixar. Sorry, Jake. Oh, that's fine. Gonna, no, yeah, hey, I'm gonna go. Um, give us the classics. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Fantasia. Yeah. 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 yeah, Fox and the Hound. Pinocchio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Fox in um, the Hound. Fox in the Hound. That's a tearjerker. Yeah. Um. God, I'd probably go Hercules. Mulan and Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan, Tarzan soundtrack is insane. Oh, Phil, Phil, Phil Collins, Collins. Dude, yeah. Some ISO, Crazy. some ISO characters, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. The what, what? The the uh, the Rosie O'Donnell gorilla. Yeah, right. That's right. Turk. Yeah. I think. Turk. Turk. That, that sounds. That sounds so. right. Turk. Yeah. Dude, funny story about Mulan. Um, Thought you were gonna say Rosie actor. O'Donnell. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right. Hey, what's the deal with Rosie? <laughs> the uh when they made the live action of Mulan, which by the way, uh I think objectively speaking, 
was the worst live action Disney movie they've <laughs> ever done. Most of them are but not I, good. I, but... I haven't seen it, so I was worried he was no, going to Beauty, Beauty and the Beast is really good. Uh, you know, yeah, actually, uh, oh, the, yeah. the Jungle Book one, I actually you thought was like good the Jungle as well. Book. Very good. Yeah. Christopher but the Walken live action as, uh... Mulan, they were shooting in New Zealand when I started at ESPN. They had I started ESPN March of 18, and I think they were just about to start shooting. And I was meeting with my boss, who actually I golfed with this morning, and he's no longer head of Snapchat. He's on the ESPN Plus side. But I, I just floated this idea, and I said, hey, live action Mulan. I'm like one of a handful of Asian guys at ESPN. What are the odds that, like, <laughs> sneaking in what there. are the odds that they'll put me in the movie as an extra and we can use it as, like, sports center Snapchat content? He was like, that's an awesome idea. I know just the person to ask. So – he ran it up. We have this group called Synergy because, of course, everything's under the Disney umbrella. Yeah. And Synergy, obviously, is what Love it that, is. That different corporate groups, Synergy. Love different it. groups working together. So he ran it up, the Synergy pipeline, and was like, gave him a one sheet as to why they should fly me to New Zealand. Right where to Iger. shooting the movie. Give it right to Iger. <laughs> yep. yeah, right Iger. Iger. Get, this on, yeah, get this on Iger's desk pronto. <laughs> and they shot it up the the chain of command to get me as an extra for Mulan, which obviously didn't happen because, of course, that would be all over my social medias and you guys would know about it. But yeah. it did die a death on somebody's desk where they're like, who and what? You want to go where? <laughs> who? <For> who? <laughs> yeah, Gary Struz. Yeah, like, dude, this guy hasn't even got out of his ninety-day probation period yet. You want health- us to put him in a movie? <laughs> He's not even on the healthcare plan yet. Like, no. like Gary, do bro, you what? do you get to do any stuff like on the like Hollywood side? Ever like any crossover stuff like that? No crossover side like that. But we again, we have the synergy group, and I have like one of the coolest things I've done was when Mandalorian came out. You know, we do like the Disney ESPN commercials, and mm-hmm. I got to play the Mandalorian in a commercial. It was pretty sick. <laughs> like, did yeah, you wear the sick. suit? Really? Oh yeah. Oh no yeah. shit! That was pre- that was pretty sick. I was in a commercial with Kenny Mayne, and uh, that was pretty. That was pretty lights out. That's, That's all. It's gotta be that. somewhere. Yeah, the commercial's somewhere, and if you go down far enough, it's like uh, October of 2019 is yeah. when uh, no, oh, so no, October, no, no, that's no, right. No, October 2020. Okay. October well, that might have been season. That might have been season two. Yeah, then. Season two. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. season two, but October 2020. Um, yeah, I went down. Like the shoot was in New York, and. uh yeah, I got to dress up in the costume. It was sick. That's amazing. That's, I'd never shut up yeah. about that. Was it like dude, the re- would... like? Was it like heavy? Like it was the real legit? Jake, you're asking. It was like part party right? city. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. I just yeah, I didn't know if they yeah, got I, you. Industry secret, dude. I can't. No, no. It, it was. It wasn't. They, it was like costume, costume stuff. Oh. Like the helmet was <laughs> real. I was wondering how you see out of those thin, helmets. Thin plastic. <laughs> um. So that stuff happens. That stuff comes around That's cool. every once in a while, or you know, if, if a Disney movie or a, uh, you know a uh, an MCU movie is coming out, you know they'll have some sort of crossover like synergy stuff. They'll incorporate some of the ESPN folks into the branding, and it'll be like a commercial. So that's some of that stuff has happened before. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Off of the brand, baby. Off of the mouse. Yeah. Off the mouse. <laughs> the mouse. Yeah. yeah. Not not <laughs> yeah, to yeah, pivot yeah. and go completely back to where we started, but I did know I do know that we had some other Red Sox related questions, and it's a Red Sox related oh, yeah. show. Yeah. So I wanted to turn back onto that. And Liam, I know you had a, a couple yourself. I don't know what direction you want to go with. I, too, I did. I know. I know. Um. I know Jake and I shared one in particular. We were we were super curious about. Um. So. You, this, this was, um, this was something that laid low for a long time. And I think it maybe came out after you had left Nesson, uh-huh. but Shit, I'm, the, the, I'm twi- the, now too. the Twitter account, <laughs> yeah, dark secret here, the Twitter account, Hanley's helmet. You got, you got to tell that story because that was that's like, your, that's your Mona Lisa. Like, yeah. We were like, who, yeah. who is this guy? We all follow. I, I mean, I remember the account like it was yesterday. Um, <laughs> And then the one day, I don't know if it was like Carabas was just like, yeah, it's Gary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jared blew the whistle. He blew yeah. your cover. Yeah, yeah dude. He, was a, he leaked the documents. Yeah, dude, it was me. I mean, everybody remembers when Hanley, I mean, he showed up to spring training when he had a position change and he didn't have his own glove, dude. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, his, like, his, his equipment fiascos were well documented. And it became a thing, right, where he couldn't keep his helmet on. And I, the executives at Nesson were watching my Twitter account like a hawk. So oh, I can't, you know, the, what the, a nightmare. The, the, thing that, the thing that they said when you, um, when you worked at Nesson is you report for the Red Sox, not on the Red Sox. Uh, there's a very, there's a very, John Henry, a very specific <laughs> distinction, right? Uh, so even if it was in good fun and lighthearted, right? Like we weren't allowed to say when Pablo Sandoval was there, we weren't allowed to say the word panda, like on air. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. That wasn't wasn't that his uh, wasn't that his uh, yeah, was, his, yeah. Uh, yeah, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, but I always yeah. thought it was like cool. He was down with it. Yeah. I just... So I mean, obviously, like his his documented, you know. People would yeah. bring up on his the phone. In the you probably weren't allowed to say it, it, belt either when talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No accessories are to be mentioned. So when uh, and I don't, it wasn't like this for the broadcast, but I know you guys remember Nesson Sports today. It was the news and information show, like mm-hmm, after yeah. games, kind of like Sports Center, but for you know Nesson. Yep. Uh, we weren't allowed to call him Panda. We weren't allowed to reference him as the Panda. Uh, it was really? just Pablo Sandoval. That's so yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I always. That's could crazy. you was there other stuff? I mean, you know, whatever you could say, but like, were there other heavy things like that with other guys? No, I mean, that's I, just so I, interesting because I always thought he was that was like his thing. You know, like, he like was the, down giant, the Giants used to sell like panda we hats. sold those. We had Did those we? were well, in the I mean, yeah, store. That's when the Giants were winning World Series with him, <laughs> yeah. and it was like, oh, look at the lovable panda. Yeah, but then it was with the Red Sox saying, Look at the panda, <laughs> you know, that's how. And of course, it was, you know, this was when before Jared made the, the, the heel turn, he was, you know, hammering this dude every day, the all the time. Yeah. Uh, right? So it was just like, We're not gonna, we aren't gonna add fuel to the fire. And I think I've, I've said this, I think Jared's the best voice for baseball in the country back then even now um so that stuff was getting so much traction 
And Nelson was like, you can't refer to him as a panda. So anyway. <laughs> That's um, so funny. I, I say that to say, uh, what was the question? Oh, oh, Hanley's, oh helmet. Hanley's helmet. Hanley's yeah. helmet. So <laughs> the Hanley's helmet thing, it would fall off. And I was like, well, I don't want to get in trouble from tweeting from my own account, even though it was like stupid stuff. I miss you. We're so attached, but no more. Whatever the hell I was tweeting. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I would just tweet, you know, just toggle over from account to account. I mean, I was watching it as it was happening. and People were talking about it. So, yeah, I was just toggling over. And then I left Nesson. And I think that summer I was bored. And I was like, oh, by the way, I was having this helmet. And <laughs> is then... the account still up? I took the mask off. Oh, it is. It I is still know. up. Yeah. Oh, is it? It is. Oh. You know, I, I don't have uh, I don't have access access to it anymore. Yeah, you tweeted but, September two twenty eighth two thousand fifteen. You admitted it was you. Oh my gosh! So September tw- oh in twenty fifteen. Yeah, so you were still there. All right. Oh, so I was still there. Oh, I must have deleted all the stuff that I thought was bad before. I- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before I admitted that it was before I admitted it was me. The final tweet. <laughs> I'll read it to you. It was on May 31st, 2018. That might have been right when they cut him, actually. Yeah, it had to have been, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You said, I miss what we used to have at Hanley Ramirez. That was it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, I think it, I think May twenty fifth, twenty eighteen, they cut him because you tweeted in all caps, "What the fuck?" Do you remember that when, like, like, like they were on a road trip and he had a megaphone out in front of Fenway right before hopping on the yeah, bus? They were, like, <laughs> yeah, they like cut us. him that day. He was <laughs> like, "Hey guys, like, what? thanks for showing the sport. We'll be back soon. We love you. Like, oh I love being a Red God. Sox. It's awesome." And then, and then he just disappeared. He yeah. was just well, Gary. Do you remember gone. when he got bre- very later, briefly later that summer? He was caught like up drug in charges, in like, right? Yeah, they thought he, well, they thought he was El Chapo. No, no, they, yeah, they thought he was like a kingpin. <laughs> for like, allegedly, 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 and then it turned out, yeah, yeah, it ended up it was allegedly. some guy was like some guy was actually involved in the drug trade, like knew him, but he was like, he no, I know Hanley, and he's my friend, yeah. Hanley and, uh, just allegedly moving weight, dude. In yeah, between, <laughs> in between abs. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be frank. I wanted it to be true. I thought it would have been really funny if, if there was I like mean, an active yeah. drug lord playing for the Red Sox. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a great story. Holy hell! What <laughs> that, an absolute that merch would have gone crazy. <laughs> crazy, dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, that's amazing. Carrie, did you? Oh, Jake, did you have like? Uh, I mean, you don't have to pick a favorite, but a t- maybe a Mount Rushmore, something of guys like that you liked interacting players that you liked interacting oh, yeah. with when you were around the team. I mean, David Ortiz still to this day yeah. is That's, the greatest, like, like the coolest superstar I've ever met in any sport. I remember it was me, Pete, Abe, somebody else. We were in, uh, we were in Minnesota, or we were in Baltimore. And we were talking about Tory Hunter for some reason. And David Ortiz basically associated himself with me, Peter Abraham, instead of Tory Hunter. He was like, man, Tory Hunter is such and such and such. Must be nice for a guy like that. Am I right, boys? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was something along those lines where he likened himself to just a regular dude. That's Not just so a regular good. dude, but he was like, me and you, Gary, am I right? So yeah. it was, uh, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he was he was so cool, but he like 
I think swag is thrown around way too easy and often, but that dude was like my first real, like the real definition of it. It was him, the way he would walk in. I tell the, I've told this story before. It's the Lamborghini story. Um, so we pull up in Tampa um, and we would stay at this awesome resort in Tampa. And there was this brand new white Lamborghini Aventador out front. And I was like, damn, that car is sick. And uh, David's like, oh, yeah, no, that's mine. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's sick. Why is it here? And he goes, oh, I bought it last year. I haven't seen it yet. So I have, because he lived in Miami. He was <laughs> yeah. in a house oh in Miami. God. So he bought it in Miami. He was like, oh, I bought it last year. I haven't seen it yet. So I had him bring it up from Miami. I want to drive it this weekend. And I was like, damn, that's sick. Can I drive it tomorrow to the park? Like just, just goofing around. And he was like, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. He was like, yeah, for sure, for, for sure, for sure. Meet me in the lobby tomorrow. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, David Ortiz, I'm going to drive your Lamborghini. So next day, I go to the park. I'm riding the shuttle, and I get to the clubhouse. And then a couple minutes later, David Ortiz walks in the clubhouse, and he was like, Gary, where were you? I was like, what do you mean? He was like, I thought you were driving us today. And I was like, wait, what? So he was serious. He wanted. He was gonna let me. He was gonna let me push the whip, dude. Right, go uh, swear. Oh park. my god. So, uh, I mean, thank God I didn't. I would have put it into a wall, bro. Like I was I gonna say, I'd never... be so beyond. Oh, yeah, I'd be terrified. Right? Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm to breathe on but, it the wrong uh, way, right? Just, just an example of him being like, "Yeah, no, for sure, all good." You, we're both going to the same place. You might as well drive. <laughs> he was just like so cool, but uh, man, he was cool. Mookie was cool because we got Mookie. Like I was there for Mookie's debut, Mookie right? Mookie came up 20, in fourteen, yeah, yeah, twenty fourteen in Kansas City. I want to say because Bronx. he was the Bronx. Bronx. Was in New York. Okay, maybe yeah. then. Um, Jake, did you just well actually Gary Streisky? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. No, I, did. <laughs> no, I need a correction. So maybe in Kansas City, what happened was because of course. He was a middle infielder, and I think maybe then we were in Kansas City when Farrell put him in the outfield for the first time. Does that make sense? Does that check out? That makes sense. Maybe. maybe. Right? Uh, yeah, okay. Your guess is good as so, ours. So yeah. we were in KC, and I think that's when he was like, yeah, we're going to put Mookie in the outfield. And we were like, huh? He's a second baseman. And he was like, yeah, he's an athlete. He'll figure it out. And obviously, he figured it out. Figured so that out. was kind of yeah. cool to, to see that. And then uh, Brock Holt. I, he's just like a oh, yes. oh, Brock Holt's like a folk hero. This is like my Mount Rushmore when I was there getting to interact with players, right? So it was Ortiz, it was Mookie, it was Brock Holt. Uh, I need I, a I, my girlfriend is the foremost Brock Holt authority. She she's that's her her north star favorite player. Oh, he's of all the time. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, he, I, the, I was gonna I was gonna ask. I mean, we talked about Ortiz. I mean, you got a front row seat to Ortiz's final season. But yeah. you also had a front row seat to the summer of Brock Holt in 2014. Listen, what what was more magical? Was all-star. Uh, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't remember David Ortiz ever hitting for the cycle. All right. That's true. <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. Uh, I think in 2015, he was like our lone all-star, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the only and that one. And that was the all-star game in Cincinnati. And we yeah. were like, Damn. This sucks. <laughs> oh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Oh, hey. That's a lovely city, Gary. Come on. No, Cincinnati rocks. Walk the Moon performed. And that was when it was like, shut up. Shut up and dance, dance was the big one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That song. Yeah. And that band yeah, is from Cincinnati. Before. So the stars just aligned that they 
you know, performed. That was that was a good time. Man, it was really cool traveling with the team because I was 20-something and traveling with the squad, and we would obviously be places for nights on end. And half of the cities that we would go to, the, the hotels would be attached or within like a five-minute Uber to a casino. And that's where we <laughs> would spend really. a lot of nights. <laughs> yeah, we spent a lot of nights <laughs> In casinos, that was a good time. Not to tell any tales hey, at a school, any any high not, rollers that you play. <laughs> I'm not saying that maybe that's the reason why that particular team finished dead last. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> listen, hey, hey. There were certainly nights. There were certainly nights when it was like four in the morning, and we we're in the high roller room, and I'm like, hmm, we got to be at the park in like mm, six hours. <laughs> we should <laughs> probably leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it was just. It would just be like a player in the high roller room um, at like three, four in the morning. I'm like, damn. All right. Well, I'm going to chalk that one up to an Owen four tomorrow. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, whatever team's about to take us behind the woodshed yeah. <laughs> with that one. You could probably have your suspicions as to who the player would be, but we don't have to, we don't have to throw anyone under the bus. <laughs> there. What was there, your, was, what? there was one night, there was one night um, and this was a, a different story, but like my first eye-opening like baseball money is just different that's what i was gonna say you're in the high roller room with those guys no so i'm not you know you're financial scary but you're not david ortiz i was going (laughs) in there to watch i was going in there as purely an observer but i would play um like one two no limit with like jackie bradley and alex wilson and joe kelly like that's who Alex Wilson would throw I'd that. Play. Yeah, right. Alex Wilson, dude, cool guy, dude, cool dude. Yeah. He was he was awesome. But uh, one night in Pittsburgh, stumbled into the high roller room, and it's Mike Napoli playing ten thousand dollar hand blackjack. So I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting Napoli. I, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that's the guy. I, I've cool. seen him yeah. with the shirt off picture after the World Series. Yeah, I had my, I had was, my suspicions. That guy could party. He could party. <laughs> it was awesome. Let me just like, see his glasses on road and, uh, trips. Yeah. Before we go on road trips, like the, the, all the fe- all the fellows would like be just putting wads of cash in their backpack before we got on the bus, dude. It was like, yo, if you lost this backpack and somebody found it, that person who found it, financial freedom, <laughs> Gener- <laughs> dog, gener- generational wealth, wealth. Yeah. generational wealth. <laughs> oh my god, dude, I'm, I'm saying, dude, it was. Uh, and for me, who I was, I think I was making it nesting. I don't know, like. My first year, like eighty thousand bucks. These guys were packing triple that in a backpack for a road trip. That's crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. So it was good times, though. Good times. Yeah, though. it sounds like. I it. can't believe I can't believe anybody wants to hear these stories like ten years later, right? Of course. Jemai's been oh, holding these down for the last handful of years. Jemai, we love you know Jemai. We'll get Jemai. We, we should get Jemai on the program. The booth is turned over. Garen was right after me. Uh... Yeah, man, but I mean, I know that it was ten years ago, damn near. But talking about it doesn't feel like it was really that long ago. How often do you get back to around fam uh, to around Fenway? Because uh, there was one time, I think it was nineteen. I don't know if you recall it. I think you were with Steve Peralt and Jamai at the basement of the tavern, Rusty yeah. Baseball Tavern. Dude, R.I.P. the Baseball Tavern. But what about that expansion they got going on around the Fenway area? The Fenway Corners. That's coming. Yeah, if, yeah. is that on it? Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah, it's going to take. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole big thing. It's construction in Boston. It will take forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's the second big gig is what they're calling it. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm actually in Boston quite a bit. Last year I was uh, last year I made it to three games. I was out there for uh, they asked me to come back for the Jerry Remembrance, and that yeah. was really nice. And then I was back for the Jimmy Fund. I was going to say probably Jimmy okay. Fun around this, which I was, that, that's I was back out. for the Jimmy Fund, and I think I was back for like another like random game. But uh, yeah, I try to get what, back like the beginning of August usually, or like middle of August. It's coming up. I think it's uh, yeah, it's like late middle late August. Yeah, yeah that's right. I don't I don't know that they I don't know if they're going to invite me back because in the off season I tweeted something not so nice. Um, so they maybe probably saw it. We're like, you know what, Gary? About the Jimmy Fund. Back. Jay, no, no, no. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was, I was like, right? Jerry. Jay, what did Jerry. they do? <laughs> Jay, point of clarity. Very, thank you. Thank you for bringing this up. Quite important point of clarity. I was, this was like in the off-season fiasco where we didn't sign anybody and it was like, we don't need Xander. We don't need this person. We're not going to okay. sign that person. And uh, I think I was like, dude, this is poverty franchise this is poverty franchise dealings. So, which like, hey, you yeah. know, it made sense, you know, but if you can't is, say Pablo on Nesson or, or Panda rather yeah, on Nesson, you know, it is, it is what it is. So, you know, maybe they weren't too happy, happy with that, but I would love an invite back because I was kind of just saying what everybody else was thinking. All right. Um, with not, with not paying Xander, but uh, yeah, I get back a handful of times a year. How many times do people notice you and say like things to you like, "Hey, no, loved you back in the day on Nesson." Bro, people. every single every single time I'm back, some people are like, "Shouldn't you be, shouldn't you be down there in the photo well, dude? Where's your Nesson? Where's your Nesson, Mike?" <laughs> you know, yeah. people still like, dude. Half the time, people think I still work at Nesson. And has any like, boomer, has any like old man ever had the balls to be like, "I didn't like you very much uh, on"? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, really? Oh no. That, oh, I, oh. that is so it's unbelievable. So rude. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't as like. There, it wasn't as like blatant as that. But I remember yeah. getting on a plane. I was getting on a plane and some guy recognized me and he was like, "Oh yeah, no, his I name was David Price." DP was pretty cool. DP's cool dude, but uh, this guy like we're walking, we're like boarding, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I recognize you. You from the Red Sox? Yeah, no, cool, cool, cool." And he actually, he didn't have anything bad to say about the sideline reporting stuff. He was like, "Yeah, that kid show that you do, not my cup of tea." <laughs> Whoa, that's 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 clubhouse. Clubhouse? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, he goes, oh no! He goes. Uh, he was like, "Yeah, that kid show you do is a bit cringe, but uh, you do a good job on the game." And I'm like. Dude, How old was this guy, kid. Gary? Yeah, he, it, that guy was like a guy who had a kid that was probably supposed to be on the show. You know nah. what I mean? That guy sat like down was, in his chair at 10 a.m. on Saturday. He's like, oh, I can't yeah. wait. Sundays. Kids Sundays. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I was in my uh, – I'm a little bit more highbrow than yeah. Nesson Clubhouse. So, so I'm like, I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, that's a, that's a child show where we count pizza boxes. You know? like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you want me to tell you, man. A little silly for me. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, um, I wanted to ask you a question. I've So you experienced something that I think a lot of men and anybody, I guess, dream of, uh, the Gatorade male shower. Male pattern baldness. No, <laughs> the, that too. the Gatorade shower. Um, it's not, you yeah. know, not for you, but you, you, you're in them. Those are cool, dude. Those are cool. Like? For, okay. And do you I, have I, a favorite flavor to get showered with? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Expose a little industry secret. All right. Oh no. You can see it coming. You want to stay oh, yeah. in it long enough to get in the picture. All right. Mm, whether it was sense. 
And I, and I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was sort of that team that kind of started that with like uh, the sideline reporters sort of being involved. And then it kind of extrapolated into Garen and then TC. Yeah, I was going to say, because poor yeah. Garen got now, it. Now everybody, now, now everybody gets it. Yeah, 13, that World Series team, I remember there was a ton. It was like Jamie Erdahl and, and Jenny Dell. Jemai, were, yeah, yeah, gets it. So, um, so the first couple times, no idea, right? Because sometimes your back is turned and some of those yeah. guys, like Hanley, would just throw the bucket <laughs> from the dugout. You're like, dude, <laughs> damn, bro. <laughs> like, you spilled all of it before it got to us. So uh, the first couple times, didn't know. But then you position yourself and then you can see it out yeah. of the periphery. You're like, oh, dude, here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. And then you sort of duck into the picture like you're kind of trying to avoid oh, no. it. Yeah. You're in the pick and then you're falling out of it. It's cool, dude. It's cool, man, because that's just like a moment that gets captured forever. And oh, yeah. for those players, it's, you know, a dime a dozen. But for somebody who gets to experience that at a professional level, yeah, even though you're not the main subject of it, it's a good time. Except having to, like, go home all sticky. Like, well, that's I, what I was going to uh, I mean, have. What happens after that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like my girlfriend at the time, she lived in the North End. So I would just like go to her house afterward and I would just be like super sticky and hot and humid. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> Why do <laughs> so, I smell, smell lemon lime Gatorade? Then, yeah. And then a lot of blue. blue. Like, that's that what I was going to. That's yeah. the most refreshing Gatorade. I mean, that's that was a, a big blue. That was a big blue team. And it wasn't Gatorade. It was Powerade. Oh, yeah, true. which is interesting because Fenway is Coca-Cola, but yeah, Powerade is, is owned Pepsi. by Powerade Coca-Cola. Yep. No. Oh, yep. I thought Powerade was Pepsi. Powerade is. Yeah. Oh, and then right, MLB, so. I think, oh, is uh, MLB is Powerade, right? Major League Baseball. I believe so. It's, yeah. it's 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 uh it's league wide. Anyway, a lot of blue. Yeah. A lot of blue. Yeah. All right. A lot of blue. Yeah, well, that, that's my they did, bob- they your, did, they your... did bobbleheads for that, didn't they? Yeah, great bobblehead set. Yeah, triples. Yeah, Mookie, Benny, and Xander all gone. <laughs> what, uh, Gary? Did you? What is your favorite sports drink flavor? Gatorade, Powerade. Dude, I like. Uh, I got. I got yellow Gatorade at the crib, and yeah, lo- I've, I've, good. Tw- I've I've tweeted this OG. before. Lead, lemon Gatorade is a good thirst quencher, like for its intended purpose. But it doubles also as, I think, the best casual flavor. If you're not physically exerting yourself, I think lemon Gatorade is good with dinner. That's good. I think it's good as True. a casual drink. I yeah. think it's good in the morning. I think Man it's good culture. at night. I think it's good in a mix. I think it's as good as a chase. Lemon-lime Gatorade is multifaceted. It's a five-tool player. Yep. You're not saying that about orange, even though orange is good. You're not saying that. No, about I feel like you only orange. drink orange when you're sick. You're not orange saying little, that about. Orange has a little cherry. too much t- tang for me. The orange. Yeah. 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 Don't get me Gary, started. I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you onto something. Mix yeah, lemon lime Gatorade yellow and light blue. It's light. I do like the light blue. I've never the tried it. Like, the mix is special. That sounds like a. That sounds like a little Incredible Hulk, dude. Hypnotic. Yeah, it turns green. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's real good. I Damn. did it. I saw Jake, it on like Jake's TikTok. Jungle juice. Somebody on TikTok did it. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. cute and then fun. dump a fifth of Everclear. <laughs> Everclear. Yeah. Like, there you got the tipsy bartender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tipsy bar. You ever Don't seen that guy, Gary? Guy. The tipsy bartender. Ooh. He. Uh-huh. It's this. What is he? I guess he's, he's like a YouTuber. He's and... African, I think, and he just takes 
like a like a tub, and he just dumps oh, yeah. various. And he makes like jungle juice, right? A lot. Well, of but orange, like to the tenth. Lot... I mean, it's yeah. more a lot of the jungle juice based. Uh, a lot of orange based gallons, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like blue curacao, yeah. like stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I have exactly. seen that. I have seen that yeah. guy. I'm a big yeah, fan dangerous. of his work. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> big Absolutely. fan of his work, as in his videos or his <laughs> drinks. Yeah, I can't <laughs> say I've had one work. of his drinks, but I like his videos. Both. Both. Oh, um, well, Gary, do you are you on a time crunch at all? No. No. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Gary. This has been eating away at me for five years now, almost. How did you swing a float? at the 18 parade dog how dude no idea first of all <laughs> all right <laughs> first first of all it's closed the fact that the fact that you're calling it a float when i was literally just sitting yeah in the what back was it it was like truck, a yeah i was just sitting in the back of a truck by myself it was the media truck and they had like they had but you were alone it. right still you were just they, you. yeah they they had concocted like bleachers like a like three little bleacher sections but everybody i was with they were they were still photographers so once we got on the parade path they hopped out Mm. i was getting content for snapchat but then people started chanting my name and for a second there i was like is this parade for me (laughs) (laughs) that's what we you passed me in a and and howie you know howie was we saw you dude what a legend (laughs) you'll <laughs> be happy you said that friend of the dude, program Howie's a great guy dude his dad is just like third lives... you met third dude his his pops just lives at river highlands yeah he does Insane. he's retired he got a hole in one like recently uh um, oh yeah last... no, no, yeah he, he yeah. did get one because now he has a plaque at the yeah he has a plaque yeah 58th street grill or whatever it's called yeah um, I remember for the parade, we you passed in front of us, and we were like, "Is that get like why is he alone?" <laughs> like it literally did look like it was a, th- a Dude, parade probably, for you. It probably looked equal parts like super pitiful and sad, like oh he's like all by himself, but also like kind of baller. Like, yeah. yo, why is Gary Strice won the, the World Series? Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm having a long week though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny oh. too because the 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 truck you were. Like it, it was nothing. It was like a black. It was just. It was a non. It was just crawling. Truck. Yeah, exactly. It was just. It was nothing in between, like the floats where Carabas is with JD Martinez and Rafi just getting, getting blackout drunk. Yeah, and then you know David Ortiz is like up front. Like it was nuts, dude. No wait, know, actually, that was that was eighteen. He wasn't on the team, but you know the other guy. He was. He was, was probably in the was parade. Nuts. If I had to guess, yeah, he probably was in the parade. Yeah. Talking about this, talking about you being a part of the parade, you getting the you know the Gatorade baths, you obviously being on sports. Do you ever sit back and think to yourself like, I have lived through even vicarious, even like adjacently, but I've lived through like every eleven year old boys is like sports like dream. Yeah. Like you've seen shit that like. I don't know what that's so cool. That's so freaking cool you know, to, to go through yeah. that. I don't know what else to add to that. I don't think that even when I, cause I've known that I wanted to be in sports broadcast since sixth grade, no. but even I didn't think that it would, I always knew that I would get to ESPN and host sports center. That was just foregone conclusion. When I was in sixth grade, I told myself I'm going to be a sports center host one day. Obviously, it took work to get there, but I never had any doubt. I didn't have a backup plan, and I knew I was going to get there. But the path to get there, and now that I'm doing that, 
I'm doing all that I can to make sure that that stays as what it is as long as possible. But the journey to get to that point, I, I couldn't have predicted it. I don't think that even if somebody had told me out of college, like, hey, this is going to be your path. Um, I don't think I would have believed them. I'm not kidding. I think back on this a lot, actually. 2013 to 2017 was probably, at the risk of sounding like super cheesy, probably a handful of the best years of my life, like professionally and personally, quite honestly. It was so fun. It was so memorable. I, don't, I wasn't making like good money there, but I was on my own. I was doing my thing and I was like having the time of my life. And it was, it was having the time of my life with no restrictions or guidelines because I didn't know what to expect day to day. Like I didn't know when they sent me to spring training in Fort Myers, one, I didn't even know I was going to go to Fort Myers that March until they're like, Hey, you're going down to Fort Myers for 10 days to cover spring training. I was like, cool. And then I was down there and like, by the way, uh, come back up pack because you're going to Baltimore to do opening day. Like you're the sideliner. Yeah. I was like, dude, what? When they first offered me the job, I said no, because I wanted to be an anchor. I wanted to anchor the Nesson Sports Today show. So I, no matter what path you're on, I could have never predicted this. It's nuts. Like getting the opportunity to work with and have conversations with and become, you know, for lack of a better term, friends with some of these guys and stay in contact with them. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely fortunate. Do you definitely have a, blessed. Do you have a moment where you can look back with the benefit of hindsight where you can, like, that was your I made it moment? Was it like your first time doing Sports Center stuff? Was it something before then, something after that point? Do I don't you have think a, I don't, and this isn't me trying to sound like, you know, Andrew Tate Alpha, you know, never satisfied, but <laughs> please but don't, I don't do that. I'm not a, <laughs> not a friend of the program, Andrew Tate. <laughs> but, but I don't think, I don't think that I've had like an I made it moment. I've not looked back and been like, all right, I can relax now. Um, of course, you know, when I hosted my first sports center, it was sort of like validation that all of this yeah. like work and sacrifice and you know, working in Wyoming where I was making 20 grand a year and living in a basement and my paychecks were $600 every two weeks. Fast forward, you know, 2018, November, I'm doing my first sports center. It's more validation as opposed to I made it. Um, we just recently won an Emmy for sports center, like a national Emmy. Like I have a, yeah. I have the regional one right here. For we Nesson just talked Clubhouse. about so, for, yeah, for yeah, bring, it over. bring it over, Gary. <laughs> for for, for Nesson Clubhouse. Um, but we just got one for Sports Center. And I was like, this don't sound right. And come to find out, me and Randy are on the submission tape that was awarded the uh we weren't the only ones, but some of the stuff we did was on the actual tape. So then when Randy sent me the list of names of the anchors that get one, I guess, or were submitted, it, it's Hannah Storm, Gary Streisky, Scott Van Pelt. Oh, my gosh. Al <laughs> because it's, because it's, it's alphabetical. So I'm like in between these two legends, right? Yeah. And I'm wow. like, this, this just doesn't sound or seem right. But I guess it is. So, again, not a – I made it, I'm here, but like, a, all right, validation of 
hard work, if you believe in yourself, you can get there as cliche and cheesy as it sounds like you can do that. But now what do you have to do to ensure you can continue doing that? Right. So up to this point, I have, I have a broadcast coach who I meet with um, like monthly. Um, I signed up for, I sign up for improv classes that I start in two weeks because I always want to stay sharp. It's yeah, tough. I love, have you, have you, have you ever love, done it? Yeah, I do. I have, I, I was actually at the improv asylum in Boston for, Oh really? Like, I did it in two, at, like two years in school. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Improv is fun. And then when I moved to Dallas, I did it and then moving up here. Um, so I popped on to do improv and then I've done like, a. am not a stand-up comedian, but I've done like three, four, five minute sets Type just five? to get comfortable. Yeah, with yeah, five, yeah, give, yeah. Me, five. give me a top five. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'll give you three. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, I say that to say I do all these things now to make sure I stay sharp so that way I can stay in the position that I'm at right now because it's not I made it. It's okay. I got here. How can I stay here? Right. And is that like probably like the – that sounds like a, just a general good piece of advice for anyone who would want to yeah. do this. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and truly in any industry, but I would say, and, and with you guys too, in this space, broadcast space, like everybody wants what you have, like everybody. And I don't say that to be like, you know, pessimistic about things or have a, have a bad worldview about things, but you know, it's, we we we're fortunate to be in positions that we are so you just have to make sure that you're doing the right things to to deserve those positions so uh you got to stay sharp man like if if you're not there there's a hundred people behind you who will do the job happily you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's like playing running back in the nfl man it's devalued but it's so it's so valuable but it's devalued because people know Good topical there, reference there, Gary. There's five guys behind you that they don't got to pay as much, even though I'm, I'm Brock Purdy, man. I got brought in on a part-time deal, and I've worked my way up. But, uh, yeah, man, there's hundreds of people behind you ready to take your job. Yeah. They have. That's that, that's well put. Oof. That's tough. Was, that was inspiring, yeah. though. I really, yeah, exactly. I mean, was, Gary, you should do motivational speaking. <laughs> hey, you and, you and I've done a couple speeches. I've done a couple speeches, you know. That's 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 part of the uh, the Gary Strysky media kit package that you can get. Oh, you get... <laughs> do we get that? Do we get... I do. I do commencement speeches. All right. I was gonna so say you did a commencement me... speech, right? Yeah. I did. A, I did a commencement speech at yeah at my school in Denver back in December. Wow. So yeah. that, was, that was a good time. Yeah, that was Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. I wrote it the morning of. Really? <laughs> that's so yeah. fun. That's going to go great. We were, before we you came on, we were talking about how we all procrastinate. I'm, we're yeah, awful yeah. procrastinators. Well, the, the morning of, not the morning of the actual speech, the morning of its actual due date, uh, which was like a week before. Oh, they probably got to like, skim it, you know? Yeah, yeah. they got to yeah. vet it. Yeah. Approve it. Yeah, yeah, they're like, you're going to say what? About who? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wrote it that morning, even though I had legitimately like a three-month a three month advance warning. That's right. Yeah, because I remember I was I was golfing with my friend, uh, and I got the call, the email, and uh, I was playing golf with Kenny, and then commencement was in December, so that was like September October. Yeah, I had like a three month runway, and I was like, dude, I'll get it done. I'll get I'll get it done. <laughs> you you did. To be fair. How long was the speed? Like the length? Twenty minutes. Oh Jesus! Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's actually it's actually pretty damn good too. Listen, I'm not I'm not. 
I'm not here to toot my horn or you know give myself a pat on the back, but I thought it actually ended up. I cast yourself up well. a little bit. You deserve it. Is it on YouTube? I'm saying, I'll give it a watch. I love a good speech. It is on YouTube. If you got 20 minutes, man. I got all the time but, in the world, Gary. Uh, yeah. I thought I was going to go viral like the, uh, like the, um, gosh, the, the, re- gosh, he might be an admiral in the Navy. He did the, he did the speech like, at UT. Make your, make your bed once, like that's, in the yeah, morning. That's, and that's all I need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make your bed. Um, keep swimming. Yeah. Get Sandy or whatever, whatever they were. Like Conan so, O'Brien gave one at Harvard. That's pretty popular. I think. Yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah. I was Googling. Notable <laughs> just good good commencement uh, yeah. <laughs> and it would be like it'd be like him and ken jong and elon musk and a couple of other people and i would watch them and i'd be like these aren't inspiring me at all <laughs> like, especially so, the elon one i would imagine yeah, yeah so i just i just i didn't really garner any inspiration from any of them so i i just wrote from the heart there you go <laughs> inspired you yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah. I don't know if you have any other any other questions, but I mean, this I, is. I have an I mean, audience submission. Audience actually. Oh. You, so is that Sophie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sophie, my girlfriend Gary. She's a big Alex. Earl What's up, fan. Sophie? Gary says. Hello. Oh, okay, yeah. And she uh, I, apparently you recently referred. What what what's the, what was the situation? He was uh, talking about how that asshole Tyler Wade oh. dumb wouldn't post her on Instagram, and they broke correct, up. Correct, correct. I mean, Sophie, Alex but you know, by name and simply referred to Tyler Wade as quote her boyfriend. Yeah, so I guess. My question is: Is the official ESPN stance Team Alex? You care to answer that, Gary? I can't can say. Go, can Sophie, you go on the record? You, <laughs> Sophie, thank you for your question. Thank you so much for your question. Um, the official ESPN stance is we are team Alex, of course. Um, I did mention her on sports center and she made a video about it. Alex Earl did. She was like, my dad's friend called me and was telling my dad how, uh, a guy on sports center mentioned my name this morning. And then I of course duetted that with the clip and, you know, garnered some views from that. But then I've seen her at a couple of events recently. F1 in Miami, and then uh, at the ESPYs last week, I talked to Braxton. Oh, I, yeah. and, I, and, oh and here's the of thing. Asshole boyfriend. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is Braxton <laughs> Wait, on the, really? in the doghouse now? Yeah, he, he, Liam he and I are like, what is going on? <laughs> he Wait, he did what? With Alex Earl. No, okay, hold on. That's a lot of hearsay. Hold on. I'm not. Allegedly. Allegedly. She posted it on her Instagram story, the timeline. Because they're still of- talking, right? But, okay, but here's the thing. I saw them uh, July 19th. It was last Wednesday, and they walked the red carpet together. So there hasn't been transgressions between Wednesday and today, correct? No, no. That's only this, six so days. This only was six days. in February. I believe. Oh, per- yeah, that's old news. So it's okay because it was a couple it's, months well, ago. We've moved well, on. I'm just, well, if she's going to walk the red carpet with him, oh, well, I mean, you're not, you're not going to do she's that chill in, a with him. Disgrump- in a state of disgruntlement. Oh, she's completely happy with it because she was not the one to be fucked over. Correct. She was the and one. And I will say, yeah. Nasty this is right. a, I mean, the pot on Lansdowne yeah, listeners, they yeah, have right. to know about Yeah, yeah I mean, there are so many people Lansdown. screaming at their car right now saying, what is going on? <laughs> Braxton is short king. He's a valuable. short king, an so athletic king. Yeah. Correct. Jake is not but, bad. Uh, 
He was good. He was cool. He was good people. He was a patriot for one special year. And I didn't want to hammer it home like, oh, you're here with your famous girlfriend. So I kept it. I kept it just bro on bro. But I did allude to the watch he was wearing. And I was like, you're going to make sure the missus is paying attention because she makes a lot of money, you know, Mm. and she can lace you with anything you might need. Gotta respect so, someone whose girlfriend is the breadwinner. That's us. Not us, actually. Jake makes $15 <laughs> nice. a month on this podcast. Nice. And that's his own Most certainly hey, does. That's enough. I'll <laughs> have you know. You guys, hey, All right. I think oh, on that note, it's time for me to exit stage left. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, dude, this was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. I mean, the, the wide range of stuff we're talking about on this was, was fantastic. And we really appreciate you take some time to, to chop it up with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, of course, fellas. Uh, lastly, are the Sox are the Sox a wild card team? Are they getting to the postseason? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Now I think yes. Now I think yes. Wow. Okay. I believe just, it. Just like nope. Just wild card, right? Just uh, wild. Yeah. No, not the division. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. No. let's Baltimore's going to win the division. Baltimore's going to catch. Let's not Tampa. talk crazy. Jeez, no. Yeah. Keep it realistic enough, but. Uh, basically, is what we're saying. Get ready for the 2023 parade because you're going to have to get into another okay. truck and you have You'll to be, be on part another of that. truck yeah just, a, just a, me in a lonely pickup truck bed <laughs> absolutely gary again, I gotta, i'm gary i'll oh. look if i have a picture of it because i i want to say i took a picture of you and i'll text it to you that's if i do amazing. but it, it was so uh, that's funny. amazing right, gary so again was, man thank you thank you so much yeah no thanks for having me guys it was great chopping it up with you and uh yeah link me when this is when when is this coming out tomorrow drop it tomorrow Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right, we're, and, uh, we're all about that quick turnaround here, Gary. Yeah. All right. Good to see you guys. Tell Howie I said what's up. I will. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Take care. Thanks, all Gary. Right, all right. We're back from our conversation with Gary. Thank him so much. And thank Jake so much for sending it up. Very well done. Way to, way to go, Jake. Up. Thank you, Jake. Thank it was an amazing Jake. conversation, wasn't it, folks? It was yes. great. It was oh, awesome. Great guy. We, yeah. have, we, have, we haven't had it yet as we record this. We're recording this before. It's, it's, We've done that before. We've yeah, peeked behind the curtain. the curtain. Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. All right. That's a little uh, inside production trick for you there. Yeah. I mean, time travel, basically. Fellas, well, there's something I want to tackle real quick. Tackle away. So as of recording, this could change tonight, of course, and the next day and the day after. But we are ahead of the Yankees right now. We're one game up on them. We're in fourth, they're in fifth. Can we just take a moment and dissect how catastrophically bad that roster is constructed? <laughs> Let's yeah, we could do this for like an I hour. I mean, and a half it's genuinely like, like I was, I can't even. I'm like struggling to put into words. I don't understand how they thought. Yeah, that's good, especially because you're you're all in because Judge is what you know. He's 40 years old already. It's like. <laughs> You're not. You don't have years to like really build something with him. You you gotta kind of push all your chips in, and they're just not. They, they have they have exactly two good players. Uh, yeah, the lack both, of depth, and they're both old. I don't, so. especially in that lineup. The lack of depth right now. I mean, Rizzo. Yeah, that, has lineup, been, that lineup's miserable. But that's not even Fitz. That's yeah. not even. It's not even that. Well, like, so it's like well, it's fifteen like depth, things. Depth is one thing, but there's not even like there's it's not as much quality. Yeah, there's not, there's not, it's there's Aaron 15 Judge. things. Listen, yeah, we're there's both Aaron right. Judge, and, then it, and then the next best hitter, I think, is Rizzo. Then there's 50 feet of crap. Who is bad. <laughs> like, the, it, there's nobody. Stanton, nightmare. Nightmare. 
Rizzo, stinks. bad recently. Bad. Glaber, I think, is having Glaber's an been, okay Glaber's been season. solid. Yeah. Um, LeMahieu, toast. They have, Why'd they, they extend LeMahieu? Why did they hitters. give him that money? Oh, three qualified, yeah, and three it's qualified not good. hitters with with an OPS plus over 100. And good. one is Judge, who's and hurt. One is Judge at 193, then Torres <laughs> at 108, and Rizzo at 103. Yeah, so I mean, it's bad. Three percent <laughs> better miserable. than the average bear. Yeah, it's really yeah. bad. They Jordan... also have one starting pitcher with an ERA plus over 100. Ugh. And I mean, it's Cole. Okay, I was going to say Garrett, good. right? Yeah. 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 You know? But then everybody else is below average. I mean, it really it's it is such a horribly constructed roster. I and can't believe it. Jordan Leandre, I'll try to find the specific thread. He did a threat last uh, last night, Monday night, as you're uh, listening to this. Jordan dived into the math. Dove. Of, dove into the shit. <laughs> Kick rocks. How about that? All right. You're, you're going to... You're going to be dived into a volcano after okay. I push you in there, buckaroo, all right? Gotcha. Uh, yep. But Jordan took a look at the amount of money spent per F-War. On the Yankees or in general? Well, for the he compared it with the Red Sox. The Red Sox are around league average, so like they're doing a good enough of a job of finding enough value where they can. Um, the Yankees, not so much. I'm stalling trying to find the thread. I wish I had it pulled up beforehand. My well, apologies. three of the four highest payrolls stink this year, right? I mean, it's... What, Mets, Padres, Yankees? Yeah. It was the fourth. And then the Dodgers probably, right? They're probably decently high, if I had to guess. So here, here's the the the, uh, the biggest takeaway of that thread from Jordan. Again, at Jordan Landry, 55 15.3 F war to $144.2 million for the Red Sox. That comes out to $9.4 million per F war for the Red Sox. And again, that's around league average. Do you want to guess how many million dollars the Yankees are spending per one F war in the, on their roster? 20, $21 million. Close. Oh, okay. $17.7 million per F war. All right. That is bad. That is not good. <laughs> so what? So what's the do? You, do you have other teams there, or just those two? Just those two here. Okay. And, and, and again, Jordan may have taken a deeper dive. I, I don't want to go into all the numbers on it, but the point is that yeah. the, the there is. I'd say the value that the Yankees have on their team is bad, but there is no value to be found. And is what they're doing, no, especially really, when judges hurt. There's nothing there. Is this? Yeah. Is this? Is this the straw that? Um, breaks the camel's back that is brian cashman's like lifetime Dude, job security i don't know if i was a yankee fan i would hal is just such a dork like, <laughs> he's, such he is. A, he's i mean you they're a it's couple so of dorks. brutal it's so brutal i mean george for his faults and there were plenty cared about winning you know i mean he like he wanted to win baseball he was very games. involved yeah hal is like uh, just spend some money, I guess. I don't care. It's like, so he's so detached from it and is totally fine with what is right now mediocrity. I, I saw somebody, some Yankees fan I follow, pardon me, I forget who it was, but they were saying how the first half of last season was a fucking disaster for how this, the, the team is perceived by, by like the front office and stuff. Because oh, yeah, they were like twenty games over five hundred at the yeah, point, weren't they? And they've been pretty shitty since then. And they th- and it's like I think Cashman, 
and how whatever um they think that oh we're we're so close to like being right there again you know it's like little things but it's not <laughs> it's it's not at all and then you know there was people like like um people a couple nights ago who said it uh Heyman maybe about Otani getting traded to the Yankees the Angels have a better roster than the Yankees yeah i would agree yeah i think they do yeah Jake, I mean, they Jake, have... you want to hear this? Um, these oh, yeah. first well, the and second half splits but... for the Yan- so the twenty twenty two Yankees they were sixty four and twenty eight in the first half last year. <laughs> That's oh crazy. They, they went thirty five and thirty five the rest of the way. <sighs> okay, well there you go. Yeah, I'm, That's not, not I mean, nothing. Cut it. Well, nothing's Susan. gone much better since. So I mean, since then they've been. I mean, yeah, they're what are they right now? They're f- excuse me, I think forty nine and they are fifty and forty five. Okay, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I I stayed up to watch the game last night, you know, because it mattered for us. It, I, it felt like a playoff game in Anaheim. It did. You know, I got to give those fans credit because their <laughs> backs know. are against the wall with yeah. you know, the future of Otani. You know, the, this is, you know, it's really, 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 really bizarre that they haven't uh, that that front office hasn't been like I maybe we let Volpe have some more time in AAA. He stinks. But I mean, he, to your point though, there's no depth on the team. So like, who? I mean, that's yeah. I guess that's who else are you gonna like, play? What difference does it make? But I mean, <laughs> you're killing the kids. He strikes out every time he comes to bat. That yeah. can't be healthy for. I mean, and he's young too, right? Like yeah, he wasn't. I, he wasn't even supposed to start with the team. It was like a oh, he had a good spring training, so yeah. But I mean, yeah, he he comes up. I haven't seen him. Yeah, he's bad. I, it's oh, at some bad. point, yeah, he needs some more time over. to marinate, which is fine for his development. Is, uh, he should still be a good player, but not, not if he... 22 in, in 95 games. He's already struck out 104 times. <laughs> the OPS yeah. plus is 82, yeah. but the slash line is terrible. The OPS is 660. Yeah, he needs more time to marinate. Yeah, that's those are Kike Hernandez numbers. Actually, Kike's worse than that, <laughs> to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what, is, what, is it, what is his OPS plus? <laughs> yeah, like 60-something? I apologize to Anthony Volpe for that claim. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we, may, we, we, we do a little trolling, but we like to be fair where we can. Yeah, yeah. Fair and balanced uh, here on Lansdowne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I revel uh, in it, though. You could just see the, you know, the, the abyss of just mediocrity being in limbo for the Yankees. If something doesn't change uh, fast... I don't know what you're supposed to do if you're that. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I like, mean, it's they're in a tough spot too. They're in a very tough spot because Cole, your only good pitcher, is what is he now? Like 32. 32, if I had to guess. And then Judge is, I think, he's no spring chicken. 31. Judge is 31. And they, you so, know, it's still a lot of no, yeah, I know. ahead of them. I know, right, but, but also it's, not, yeah, it's not, not like also not 25. a model of health. Also not a model of health. For yeah, any Judge. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're in trouble. I mean, to be frank, and I. What do you do? You have no capital either. Like you can't go out and trade. You know, people are like sell, 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 sell. Who? Yeah, Your team stinks. I... There's no value on that. I don't. If I was a buyer, like maybe Glaber, but he's young, so he's like the one guy you hold on to. Uh, it's really bad. He's I mean, got to be coming like, up on an extension on... at some point too. It's Glaber, not, yeah, it's not, he's probably. It's not close. like Glaber came up last year. Glaber was there in eighteen. Yeah. It's you know? bad. I'm, I'm, I, they're really in a bad spot. Like, when's he up for? When's when's his last year of arbitration? When's he due for an extension? 
Cashman, though, I really do think is Teflon. I don't, I, I don't know what it would take. No, I honestly, I feel the kind of the same way with Boone. Like it's like, no, I think he, he would go. I think Cashman, Cashman has Cashman. more production than Boone. 100%. Yeah, but yeah. like at some point, when when's it going to be time for Booney? When Booney, if I, again, I'm not even like I'm like. Yeah, if. I'm like no, 90% joking saying this. I don't know if Booney's going to get fired. But if Booney does get fired, we need to have a eulogy for that. Because I'll miss the Aaron Boone era. 100%. Oh, absolutely. A, a Red Sox hero. A Red yes. Sox hero through and through. Could you imagine saying that after game 7 and 03? It's, being like, no, 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 no. This guy's awesome. Go back in Trust time. Me. You're going you're gonna to love this guy. I promise. I think 7-year-old me would have found a knife to try to stab you with if, if you said that. I think historically, in hindsight... That home run was probably a good thing for the Red Sox. That was a great thing. With, the, a be- mic, with all the benefits of hindsight. You don't know if you beat the Marlins in 03. So whatever. 04, you, you react. You go get Schilling. You go get Folk. You win the World Series that year. And then that home run causes the Yankees to hire a big dumb idiot with no managerial <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> Which And we won another World Series and beat them on the way there. Because he so. hit a knuckleball that didn't knuckle. Yeah. So, hey. That home run. How many? Question what, for you guys. What, what do they? What you take back the take back the word? We're gonna take back that home run. That actually was good. Yeah, for it's us. ours. We're, We're yeah, appropriating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Boone home run was good for us. I'm gonna take it. The Yankees fans. So, say. question for you guys. Um, how many how many prospects do you think the Yankees have in the top in MLB's top 100 right now? Is Volpe still a prospect? No. Volpe's not on there. Cabrera's not on there. Two. I was gonna guess two. Yeah. It's it's Jason Dominguez, Dominguez or, yeah, and who's and in? then Austin Wells, a catcher at seventy nine. I don't yeah. like you don't you don't have anything to trade from. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're in. A, I mean, and 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 uh, free agency and gets worse young guys every year. Do. They're already up. They're already up there at the major league level. Yeah, no, it's bad. So, it's bad. I keep we keep saying it. It's bad. I don't, I don't know. I do you tear it down? I mean, they're you not going to move. You just, they're they're not, who's contract. taking the money? What's, no, what's I, mean, I, would, I would take what, Aaron What's Judge. contract? Because I remember LeMayhew got like a five-year like offer, I think guys. it was. They gave him a... a Stan's got another five, too. His, I think his end uh, Who's taking that money? No one is. No one's taking yeah, that. No one's really, offloading it. It's really bad. Was Rizzo... LeMayhew's... LeMahieu's got the next three years at 15. Three years of TJ LeMayhew right now. What did Rizzo extend for, Liam? Do you have that? I think it was just two years. It was just two. Okay, that's... Yeah, Let me so that's whatever. LeMayhew for three more years. He's oh, 35. Yeah, He's so, I mean, 35. Rizzo... And yeah. you have him for three more years at 15 per. Well, it doesn't get much Not better great. here, Fitz. Rizzo, Rizzo is under contract through 24. That's toast. Per year. Um, 17 per year? And there's a $17 million team option. For They're 25. wasting the Judge and Cole era. Well, it's, well, at like, least it's, it's a team on, option. Unless yeah, I mean, there's a six million dollar buyout. I imagine they take that. <laughs> yeah, they're good. T- what? Yeah, I think they'll take that one. Well, maybe something... not. I don't know. He's he's one of their only positive hitters. Maybe not. I get this right. They're a you mess. Need, you need bats. Yeah. I I keep forgetting Rodon exists. I know he like just no, he Rodon. Doesn't. They got him. They got money for him. He's made. He's pitched like once, maybe twice. He's does that deal have Does that deal have any opt outs or anything? Is it just the straight seven? If it's Rodon? a player one, he's not taking it. I would imagine. Fitz I, would, Fitz, I actually would imagine he would oh, take Lord. it. Uh, the opt out? He's not. <laughs> no, the not an opt out. I the opt in. Oh, what, no, what is it? Ta- he he would opt it's, into the contract yeah. and take the money. That's yes. He's, he's he's under contract through twenty eight, 
which would be okay. his age 35 season, uh, 27.8 <laughs> per year. They're done. Yeah. They're toast, dude. Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. Your future salary is $139 million for Radon. Wow. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Man. That's the one. Cool, that's that's what's really cool about this year's Red Sox. We don't have any sort of despair like that. It's no, like, like Chris at Sale. Least, like, we, we have can, Chris Sale for one more year. Of, Who, whatever. We can like kind of see a, like the, a future core. Well, let's talk about that, Liam. Let's talk about that because I could see it very well. I see it. It's right in front of me, and I'm looking at it. <laughs> I got I mean, all of if them. They're smart enough to lock them up on like reasonable enough contracts. Yeah, I, Tristan, yeah. I got Tristan Casas rapidly approaching an 800 OPS after a fucking disastrous April. Which but is his fingernails. But his fingernails are painted, so, you know, cut him. We didn't think about uh, that. Brian Bale, an ace. Not an ace, but, you know, he's a top – Top, 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 top of the rotation starter. Yeah. Uh, Devers is 27. <laughs> Devers is still young, too, which is the craziest. <laughs> That's crazy. Shit. Uh, Devers. Um, uh, gosh, who else we got? Duran might be real, looks like. Potentially Duran Yoshi. For debate. We got Masa for five more years. Verdugo, Maybe I don't Verdugo. know. We don't know. Wong is definitely a starting catcher in, 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 in the MLB. Um, who else? Oh, my gosh. And then, and then we get into the prospects. Yeah, which look great. There's what? There's like five or six of them. We have on the five. Top we have five now? top 100 now. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. From at talk and Yanks, just to put a pin in this before we move on to the grid, the Yankees are in sole possession of last place this late in the season for the first time since. Does anyone want to guess? 1990. I, yeah, I saw it. It's 1990. 1990 yeah. when they finished the <laughs> yeah, season. October of 1990. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So that was that, I hope that, that, that was prediction. Good. I'm I'm gonna hold on to that prediction if it comes true for the rest of my life. I'll tell you my would, grandkids. You would have it. called shot right now, and so far so good. You know, I really good. I mean, I props to you because it, it, it was less clear at the beginning of the, of the year. 100%. Right now, July 18th, I would be legitimately surprised if they didn't finish in last. I mean, we still could, but like. I think I think we legit between. have such a legitimately better roster than them, though. I think so. Too. You know, I'm just saying. Spe- I mean, if Judge, they still are talking like judges. They don't know. Didn't they say like his toe might be fucked up for the rest of his life? Well, like they got to <laughs> amputate it. What is that? About? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Lose his balance. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's t- hey. Come on. That's what happened. Toes help you balance. We don't. That's we true. don't wish. Yeah. We don't wish injury though. No, we his don't. Inner ears injury. going. No. His inner ear going. Career oh, hey, I wanted to ask you guys. So I you tweeted this called. during the, during the Cubs game when we were getting slaughtered, the bad one, uh, the Saturday night game. Yeah. Here's a little thought experiment before the grid fits. So the Cubs, they draft. They have the first overall pick. Kids, a can't, he's can't miss, center fielder, five tools. He's unbelievable, Okay. He gets to the majors, say, like 25 months after the – he flies through the minors. He arrives at Wrigley, first pitch, double off, double near the wall that he has to go get. It, 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 they discover he's catastrophically allergic to the ivy. <laughs> to the ivy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What do they do? What do they do? What, do you, what would happen, do you think? Does it get out publicly? He, yeah, he's I, I he's got he, hives he, immediately on the field. He I mean, blows he's like, up like he's ripping uh, like his Will shirt Smith. off. He's he's Will scratching. Smith he's pitch. bleeding. Yeah. You what do you think? Him at home. 
<laughs> you DH him. No, Fitz, he's five tool. He's five tool. He's like Andrew Jones. But if you offer him in a trade, I was going to say, why are you offering me this trade right now? I mean, I guess there's no Ivy there. So trade him? You think they trade him? Like he's Fitz, is he he's, out for like two Fitz, days? He's Mike after Trout. Each... He's Mike Trout. And he's out for like two days every time he has to go to the wall? Mm, well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. He could maybe play through it, but it's bad. You, do you just do you just co- coach him to like stop like, once he reaches the warning track? That's what I'm saying. I'm, always that's, put that's, his that's, hands that, up? That's the whole thing. What do you do? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, or, always inside the park home runs because the center right, fielder has to come in and get it. Because it's the same Ivy. It's the same like breed of Ivy forever, right? I think so. Yeah, so that was so like they couldn't change the ivy. Is my point? Would they change? I was gonna. Well, I mean, that's, well, that's part of that's, the brand too. That they was my yeah. That's they kind can't of what get rid of it, right? Well, they can't get rid of it, but is I mean, ivy is not. They could maybe change the ivy. That was my thought. Maybe this would be a good like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll write this script. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. I'd, it's really I'd, it's one joke. I don't know how much of a but it's <laughs> but it's, it can branch off funny, into like though. twenty different jokes. Yeah. So I so my I think I think and there's no medicine by the way. They can, like there's nothing to they can, there's no uh, preventative measures as far as like uh, medi- like medically they could take. I think he would. No, you're yeah. Maybe they do DH him at home fits. That's I don't know. Yeah, and then on the road, he's five-tool. Let's still have the, road, the season, right? Yeah. You know? He's three-tool at home. Before we jump to break and before we jump to the grid, I did want to get to this one quick DM uh, from Thomas of the Short Shift podcast. He DM'd oh, yes, me I saw the weekend. Because yes. um, he, he was saying, blah, 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 blah. I'm just reading through it. Shout out to Thomas for sending this. Uh, assuming this was your first trip to Wrigley, it was not. Um, but it was my Humble first bread. on the rooftops there. Do the rooftops, by the way, if you ever can. The rooftops are amazing. Um <clears throat> Were you bummed the Cubs weren't wearing their traditional home jerseys? They might have one of the least offensive City Connect jerseys, but for me, I would want the full experience down to the pinstripes and all. I hate their City Connects. It didn't really uh, annoy yes. me that they wore them Friday, though. You no, know, they're just boring. That's all. Yeah, it, it happens. They're not like you know an eyesore. I, mean? I I I just think that they're like pathetically boring. I I don't like them at all. But yeah. it didn't ruin the experience for me, really, one way or the other. Yeah, I would have rather than being the pinstripes there. I think it's a far better jersey. But, you know, it is it is what it is. What are you going to do? It was still a, still a good night, especially because the Red Sox won. So thank you for that message. I agree. Uh, and I've also – we've spoken about how much it – I think we all agree. But definitely me, how much it pisses me off when they just wear the blue al- – they consistently wear the blue alternates. Oh, uh, yeah, those Like suck. all yeah. the time. The red two, which are better than the blue, but I still—I mean, I'm, I love the home and aways. They have one of the most iconic looks in lit, literally the world of sports, <laughs> the entire earth. Yeah, and they just wear these shitty alts all the time. I don't understand it. I, I don't—I don't think they're shitty per se, but yeah, I think I don't the know blue ones are so legitimately much. like, bo- like, like actually boring. Well, they should go. They should do the V neck. Like the old yeah, they should. Have, yeah. Right. Need, we will. We've, we've, we've exactly. We've yeah, this. we don't need to beat a dead horse here. Yeah. So, all right, let's quickly step away and then grid time to wrap up the show this week. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE 
hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We're back. Pawn on Lansdowne. Fitz, Jake, Liam. As always, wrapping up the show. Immaculate Grid time. Immaculate Grid. Jake, you're our grid guy. What do we have for our options today? Grid guy. So north to south on the uh, these are these will be our, our our rows. We got New York Yankees up top. Seattle Mariners in the middle. Miami Marlins on the bottom. And then uh, west to east. These will be our columns. We got Phillies. Brewers and Silver Sluggers. All right. And another peek behind the curtain. We can't do this terribly long because we still have our conversation to do with Gary. <laughs> we're, so. we're speed running. Let's go. Speed running. We're speed running right. this. Uh, right. John Mattingly, Silver Slugger for the Yankees. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, well, I have uh, uh, 6%. Um, uh, oh, Jesus. I mean, really? Uh, Edgar Martinez no. had to win a Silver Slugger for Had to win. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's probably Ichiro Suzuki as well. Yeah. 17% for Edgar. Stanton. Do Stanton um, for the Marlins. I, I don't know anybody else. We're, we're I was going to say Hanley. Macular grid, know. world record, like new. <laughs> <laughs> the Rubik's Cube <laughs> any, kid. Any percent. Ooh. 48% for Stanton. All right. Um, yeah. I mean. Yankees, Phillies. How about David Robertson? Ooh, sure. Sure. You do a lot of guys. I feel there's a, a lot Look of guys. Uh, Phillies, Marlins, um, JT. JT Ramuto. Yep. 17% yes, for Robertson, by the way. Real Muto. Real Muto will be a lot, I would imagine. Yeah, 41 um, on Real Muto. Yeah. Phillies, Mariners, Cliff Lee. Ooh, yes, that's everyone a great forgets one. that Cliff Lee had that cup of coffee. Now, be careful because there was a Cliff Lee from like the 1820s. <laughs> the <second> <laughs> right? Brewers. See, this is we're back in the Central. I'm fucked now. I don't know players. I don't know Brewers. Brewers. Yankees. Oh, CC Sabathia. Oh, oh, great call. Yeah. That was, that's that probably like 80%. 47. He was special with the Brewers. He was. He so was. That's 40, he was. 47%. That run? Seattle, Milwaukee. Oh, Jesus Christ. Seattle, Milwaukee. Well, oh, uh, uh, Yelich for Seattle Marlins. Yeah, or uh, uh, Milwaukee Marlins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, okay, one shout left. out Sarah Griffin for uh, Christian sixty three on Yelich. Yeah, sixty three. <laughs> <Everyone said laughs> yeah, Brewers, <laughs> Brewers, uh, Mariners is that is tough. Did Molitor play for Seattle? Wade Miley. Wade Miley. Wade oh! Miley. Swamp Monster. He's there the ace. Is. The the ace. The actual ace. Bang. 256 rarity, rarity score. score. <laughs> yeah, that was so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, you know, we need to do an emoji. We got to do an emoji. People have been yes. hounding us. Oh, that's right. Well, that's... do a bear for the Cubs. Yeah, fuck it. Sure. Do a bear sure. for the bear Cubs. For the if you made it to this point, tweet us an emoji of a bear. We will tweet it back at you and follow you back, of course. So, all right. That's going to do it for this edition of Pod on Lansdowne. We'll be back next week. As always, hopefully with a still resurgent Boston Red Sox baseball club, hopefully a team that will look like clear buyers at the deadline. We should do like a a, a, a 
trade deadline wish list next week. Okay. If we're buyers. Like that idea. Or if we're sellers. Maybe we just lose all of them. And it's like, ah, never mind. It was fun while it lasted. But <laughs> All right. Anyways. All right. For Jake. For Liam. We love you. For, for Gary. For Gary. Gary. Thank you again to Gary, Gary. for coming on. Thank you, Gary. I, I'm Fitz. You've been you. We'll talk to you next week. Go Sox. Obey your mother. Obey your mother. Obey your mother. I was going to say, Liam, just keep stalling it for like 15 minutes. We're <laughs> late for the interview with Gary. Obey your mother. <laughs> great season have fun and knowing that better times are ahead for the baltimore orioles oh damn you mother